Welcome to Sad Boys, a podcast about feelings and other things also. I'm Jarvis. I'm Jordan. And today we're joined by a very special guest. Thank you. He's he's a voice actor. He's wow. a YouTuber, a streamer, Barely. a podcaster, a dog. <laughs> C-Dog VA. Welcome, Connor. Yes, yeah, you can just call me Connor. C-Dog VA is an unfortunate choice for name. Uh, but hey, what's it's the, Connor. Uh, what's the, how long have you been rocking that? How long you regretted it? Um, so I had a different name before. It was the only CMC. Okay. Yeah, okay. I know not not many woes. Mm -hmm. um, that was my initials. A CMC are my initials. I don't right. know why. It was my, my Xbox gamer tag. Yeah, mm -hmm. of course. And then I was like, well, let's use this for everything. Right. Like, why would this is a sick name? Yeah. And then obviously um, I regretted that because I found out that if you just searched my name at the time, uh, I thought all my COD or whatever stats would come up. Right. Uh, but my voice acting stuff came up. And this was in high school. Huh. Or secondary school. Sorry. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm too fucking Americanized. Sorry, right? Yeah. I feel offended when, I, when I'm around another British person. And I use the American word. I'm like, I fucked up. Bro, no, no, no. I think I you're am both. I pilled, bro. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> True. So we yeah, share a scene. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that, then I was like, I got to change this. And in my yeah. head as a 16 year old, I thought, what sounds cool? Cool. What, what is the pinnacle of cool? A white 16 year old British kid with the name C Dog. <laughs> the, best, the best time to set a brand. Yeah. That, is when, I mean, like, yeah. just. The target yeah. audience of like gaming PC parts called like the Dragon Sniper, <laughs> the Death Brigade C3090. It used to be like the only CMC with the lowercase big case X on nice. each side, which is oh, even yeah. just, I, I got that. Oh out. no, I mean, I've, we've got, we've both got flavors of that. My first internet handle, which is still out there, was Magic Jarvis, which um, was I, like- I don't think that's bad. I think it works, but it's like, uh, it's it was, I was playing RuneScape, okay. the MMO. Me too. And yeah, and I didn't, it was the first MMO I had ever played. I didn't Me know too, yeah. that my, I thought of it as like a small little chat room where <laughs> there might be strangers there. So my mm -hmm. friends from middle school okay. would need to know that I was the Jarvis that they play Magic the Gathering with <laughs> and not to be confused with some other Magic or some other Jarvis. Tell me something only Magic Jarvis would know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's how it, that's how it came. And then, Which then, is your favorite Planeswalker? <laughs> it worked. I mean- I didn't I didn't hate it but then when I kind of went into my uh hibernation of being an adult mm. uh I had the the great fortune of starting YouTube again later in life and I was able to like <sighs> wish I had just that. go by my name brother there's still time you want yeah, I can reset now Yeah I know I... Ethan just did it yeah. Ethan just got rid of a uh, crank Yeah Ethan just rebranded rebranding is like I've always I don't know well, also my second name is not easy Mm. It's long and Scottish, and right. doesn't s s pronunciate the uh, the enunciate. Sorry, the way that it's spelt. Yeah. It's McConnor. It's <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Cahoon, but it's spelt C O L Q U, mm. and you don't say the L, the Q, or the U. Obviously, oh, so it's just like it doesn't make sense. And also, I don't know. Sea Dog's kind of stuck, and it's easy. Yeah, it's easy. I mean, it's. I mean, it's not. I wouldn't say the name is indicative of what I look like. Like, if you think of Sea Dog, I don't think anyone would think, "Oh, that's right." I, in a vacuum, in a vacuum, I get. Yeah. It. I totally know what you mean. But at this point, it's great. It's fine. I like yeah. it. The VA I might drop at some point because mm. I just haven't done enough to warrant keeping it around. You well, you mentioned uh, voice acting stuff coming up with the uh, CMC name. So, how long yeah. have you been doing voice acting stuff? For? I oh man, I started when I was. I kind of got into it because I was always doing voices on card. I was always that annoying little kid. I'd always just like mess around and these yeah. weird voices. 
and I racist it was, accents. And, <laughs> and I was like, I, I should be an actor. <laughs> I'm just so good at this. I should do stand up. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm crushing it. I yeah. love this. Um, how old was I? Was like, I was like, or what? How old are you? Uh, I was, I think it was before sixth form. So mm. I was, um, this was the year before, so it was year 11. So it was like, what is it, 16? Oh, 15? I think 16. Yeah, and then, so, yeah so 15 I was, because you, you, I'm july so i guess at the end of the school year i'd be 16 right you turn 18 in six months yeah yeah so i think i started when i was 15. it was also coincidentally when i got into anime anime was a huge thing that pushed me into getting into voice acting oh yeah oh, well yeah it's like a fantasy thing because you just, oh yeah i think uh, that's why a lot of voice actors that are you know the 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 generation that came up with me and are now the voice actors that are working today a lot a lot of them came from being fans of anime yeah. Voicing on new grounds, um, you know, mm. like, like like Pro ZD and um, oh, other yeah. people, and like Kira Buckland, who's Pro ZD, a legend. Yeah, and Newgrounds was like a sick place for. I, yeah, I, the only only stuff I ever did as a kid was dubbing Smash characters yeah, for yeah, fan yeah. animations. It's because like, <laughs> yeah. the forums were like effectively just <laughs> money free. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Booking it's like I want free labor, but yeah. I want the worst labor. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like nobody was good at anything they did, but it was like a great kind of space to allow people who are very just passionate but were talentless at the time. Right, like they right, didn't have right. anything. Oh, like, it's me, ground. Captain Falcon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what's going on? The the crunchiest fight. <laughs> right. It's just the worst. Yeah. Like it was a it was a great time, I think, when the internet was still kind of like like kind of I don't know. It was like a very great time creatively because it was still very small. People who sought out to do those types of stuff were genuinely extremely passionate about it because it was like, you could just go and play fucking a mini clip for like mm. eight hours. So right. what kind of kid would go on a forum looking for voice acting or making a game Yeah, rather than just play video, like little flash games? Like right. you, you would have to be so passionate about the idea of this thing to do this. Right. Or you'd be um, on Interactive Buddy. You know, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> to, to expressing basically the internet version of tearing the wings off a moth. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, <laughs> basically practice being yeah. a psychopath. <laughs> Wait, what is that? Interactive Buddy. It was like a, oh it was a physics-based little like uh, you get points action for script game. damage to this like oh, test dummy, and oh, you just pick okay. it, you swing against the wall, yeah. slam it, you like yeah. drop a bomb, you right. shoot it. That's God. like, I guess the thing that comes to mind for that for me is Roller Coaster Tycoon. Oh, that was great. That's like great. creating Motivation. a scenario where wouldn't let me buy that. Someone's though. gonna you know <laughs> drown. Why they wouldn't? There's no exit to the, the park. Game. Everyone's running around. Just seeing you up. play it and just pick them up, put them in the water. No. And they're just like, what? I think Why it's more can't the, I play this? I think it's more the money aspect. At that time, I didn't know how to pirate. So. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Real quick, I just wanted to say we just released a Jarvis Johnson Gold inspired your premium collection over on Jarvis.store. It's a merch drop. We've got a new merch partner. We've been working on it for a very long time, and I'm finally excited for you to see it. We've got sweatshirts, sweatpants. We got shirts, long suit shirts, rugby shirts, lots of cool stuff to check out. I can't wait to see people posting photos in it. So head on over to Jarvis.store to check that out. Uh, but in yeah. the UK, like when I, I, so the UK is very like, um, very prominent kind of, I don't know how to say this, like you get bullied. <laughs> like immediately, like not in the way that you would in like, uh, was my understanding of like American, American bullying. Right. It's very different from British bullying. Mm. Uh, I think British bullying is like, if you are not 100% normal, that you're immediately going to be like ostracized. We right. built an empire with it. We did, <laughs> we, we yeah. did do that. Yeah, I suppose we did. So the thought of like, I was, I remember I got shit for playing video games all yeah. the time. Oh, wow. But I, again, I grew up in like, I grew up in North Wales. Mm. Uh, not much going on there. Kind of countryside. Football was everything. I'm sure this is the same in where you grew up. And so if you didn't like football, 
there was you're immediately like not qualified for the cool kids group right so it doesn't matter how how well you got on with everyone you would never ever get in that like upper echelon uh, bear in mind i say upper echelon but like they're now all not having the best time right um, right it's like the whole peaked in high school yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah yeah like literally that kind of character so the thought of telling people i liked anime and then i then i was voice acting when i was never even in the acting kind of thing was always like absolutely not no fucking way <sighs> no, um, so yeah i totally know what you mean like generationally because i i remember the day that i you needed like a fancy cable box to get <laughs> any sort of anime and i remember coming home and as a gift my mom had gotten and you would pay for the channel packages that you would get yeah. and so we, my mom bought one channel for me and it was cartoon network <laughs> yes. i mean that's the best one yeah, yeah and yeah, it was like goku on snake way you know, uh, and I was immediately hooked. I was mm. like, this will be my personality now. And yeah. I would write um, little, f essentially fanfics. Like, <laughs> yeah, but that's like, and we would like, like LARP in the streets, basically, like without any yeah. of those words. But yeah, we would I was just pretend. so like, Dragon Ball especially is just so, it's such a great entryway. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, it's when like a, a very funny well. franchise and it's just immediate wish fulfillment. Yeah. It's like, yeah. wow. He like me for real, and he's jacked, <laughs> and everyone likes him. He yeah. eats sick. Yeah, and the, I, I, I think now of like the voice. I like know all of the voice actors of the Funimation dub of Dragon Ball. Yeah, you know, and like I was at like a screening um, for a one the One Piece movie Red. Nice, and nice. and Sunny Strait was there, who I knew as like Krillin in Dragon mm. Ball Z, and so I didn't i didn't like say that to him but i was like um sonny big fan of your work and then i was just like oh that was so cool sonny crow uh, uh, yeah Sorry. no but i uh but yeah i, I used to get like i have like my tw like 10 years of shonen jump that oh, i got yeah, the, the american the north american shonen jump was like released in 2003 yeah. and i used to get it it was monthly here versus like weekly in japan and um we have talked about it on the show that. before but yeah. we should 30 seconds summarize what one, jump? your one piece experience oh that's funny oh. uh here i'll, I'll give a visual gag because now i actually have a reference okay because okay. connor's the perfect guest to... yeah this is great oh wow you got an og i didn't know they actually published on jump in america we i don't think we had it in the UK. i didn't i couldn't get it in the uk they I, published I had like it. a little trade one time so this is like really january ones? january 2003 wow they published it i think until like 2014 ish I went to college in 2010, so I basically had it nice. until I went to college. That's so I have so like sick, a good, but this is the first issue, and um, the uh, it's 2003, so mm. like I'm familiar with Yu-Gi-Oh, I'm familiar yep. with Dragon Ball Z. Yep. Yu Yu Hakusho is like around ish, okay. yeah. you know, Sandland, like this, like like a Kira Toriyama written, like, yeah, that not a lot of people know about, and then like One Piece did not have a anime on TV. Oh, so because it would later come out, like it would come out a few years later on four definitely kids, and um, yeah, definitely did. And it's got it's got a, a famously bad dub and a great theme song. Um, that was, I mean, they changed it. Yeah, the they show. Like, yeah, they, it, it wasn't yeah. just a bad dub. They changed. They changed it. They like changed the race of some characters. Yeah, it was weird. But anyway, uh, if you look here, and we can show this on the, we'll show a visual aid. If you 
I used to pretend that I knew things that I didn't know. Okay. I don't know if when you're a kid, yeah, like someone asks yeah, you if you know about something, you're like, oh, I'm an expert. Yeah. Oh, especially so, when you don't, you, you, when you don't know anything about conventional stuff, like yeah. in our case, I guess, football. Yeah, and no one knew about One Piece, so I could be cool, right? Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, have you, I've never heard of this. And I said, oh, Nepic? <laughs> ne I'm a huge fan of Nepic. <laughs> Because those are the only normal letters in the one piece, like <laughs> word mark. That's because the the O has the the so skull like and crossbones, like and the I is Luffy's silhouette. And so I just ignored those things. You're like I graphic had not, design. I don't see it. Yeah, I was like, no, I'm, I'm blind I'm to blind those things. To I can only see the real letters, and it's nepic to me. Uh, and I said that with my full chest. And those kids believe me because they didn't have Shonen Jump. <laughs> this is, I mean, this is like. One Piece anime came out while I was in school. Yeah, it was. I don't actually know. Um, I remember because they had the 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 rap, and I I have this horrible, gaggle, gaggle, yeah, gaggle. They made me rap it because I said I knew it, and then they were like, "Do do it," and I didn't realize they were just wanted to laugh at me. What epic? So yeah, epic. I do an epic. That's so funny when you have authority or like you feel like you have authority on something, and you're a kid, <laughs> and, and you're all of a sudden. Wrong. When people want to make oh. fun of you and encourage you to do it. Oh, it's so bad. The adrenaline kicks in. You're like, people care about the thing. I oh, oh, you hate me also as well? So yeah. embarrassing. So you're just making fun of me for liking something now instead of not liking something before? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. The One yeah. Piece dub came out the next year. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> you were saying um, that when you were growing up, North Wales, the little doll, anime uh, is an outlet. Voice acting, etc. Yeah, so I mean, I, I I was like, fuck, I don't want to tell anyone about this because I can't even tell people I play video games, right? Which is weird to me because everyone's playing FIFA and COD anyway, right? But those aren't some, those aren't games; those are yeah. Cool for some reason, if I played activities. Halo, that was kind of weird. That's how weird it was in the UK. Yeah, like, I don't know if you had this in your school, but at least my school, it was like again, it's very. I feel like Wales is like at least a few years behind the rest. No, of the but UK. Halo, I remember it was uh, it was PC first. Yeah, right? it was. Yeah, and Combat Evolve was not cool. But. Yeah. Well, I, I was because I was yeah, I played like Halo uh, three and Reach mainly. Those are the ones I played. But they didn't play that. It was always COD and FIFA. Yeah. You didn't play. Oh, I didn't play Halo two. Halo three was the gateway into like Xbox Live for me. Yeah, that's how I got into uh, everything. Yeah. My friends, the, even the Playing cool Griffball. friends were like, yeah, dude, let's fucking play some mods, bro. Let's see the N-word. <laughs> this is the place. Oh God. What no, does that mean? Uh-oh. Halo was fun though. Uh, that aside. Yeah. <laughs> that was why. Yeah, that, that, that was the best part actually. Yeah. actually the way, I love that. The way I got into voice acting, yeah. I was doing yeah. red versus blue fanfic where they oh, are saying God. the N-word. I, I never cared about red versus blue. Like, yeah, yeah I somehow missed that too. Like it was a big, that was the big machinima. Yeah, I think right? when, I, was, I, when I saw it, because obviously I was really into YouTube as well growing yeah. up, uh, I did see that and I just thought it was weird. I yeah. was like, this is not funny. It's funny because it's just another vector of the Newgrounds thing we're describing, right? It's yeah, just it a is. Different... It's totally the same, oh, but I guess, yeah. I, don't I know. mean, for me, that was, uh, was Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged. Mm -hmm. Wow, yeah, that was- And I, mean, I was, was like, whoa, you can like do your own parody voices. I mean, Team Four Star were, uh, I mean, at one point they were huge online. Well, uh, and then Team Four Star, so, so Little well, Curryboat yeah, little, little Curry did Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge, but then Team, but that was when I really got in was Team Four Star with Dragon Ball Abridged, because they, you know, they were pretty early to the game too. Um, yeah, I voiced in, uh, I think one of the episodes of Dragon Ball, and uh, Helsing, I voiced in one of them. Oh, nice, oh. yeah. Were you, uh, did you voice I was, one? I was like a, I was like a rapist in the Helsing. Oh, episode, no. Which is not. 
not great on the credits. Cool, dude. You requested that. You were like, I don't, you can take me out of the credits. Yeah, I, was, I was like, I'm good. <laughs> Luckily, it was with a bridge. Yeah. Let's yeah, call they, me, just go by C Dog. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to name yeah, him. Let's I, go so, with the only CMC. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, maybe not, maybe not this name. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was huge, though. I mean, they, they had like, crazy amount of subs before subs had really gotten to like the super inflated like everyone has a million plus right they were i mean my god dragon ball bridge was crazy yeah if you look back at some of those you know because they did the movies Mm. they did the show but like some of those movies have tens of millions of like old school youtube views and it's crazy to look back some of the voice actors did not like the official voice actors did not like the oh yeah which i get but um there's a lot of in jokes in the community right yeah there's a lot of in jokes in the community and then there's also a lot of um you know they paid a lot of homage or homage to homage to the uh japanese version of the show Mm. and some of the liberties that the dub took and would make fun of that and i thought that was cool because i was also just like a little dragon ball nerd at the yeah time. if you're into it it's like you yeah know, you, there's, there's multiple layers of enjoyment but yeah. yeah i think they didn't appreciate that very much i think what are you chewing on right now what are you reading what are you watching what am i watching i'm still reading one piece it's taken a millennia to get through <clears throat> right here have, have a go sorry uh nepic uh, <laughs> there you go through. oh you don't know nepic <laughs> yeah sorry it's a little underground like wow. i'm like i'm like 60 volumes in which is crazy because most manga are like 10 volumes mm. um watching all the stuff that's seasonal that's doing well hell's paradise demon slayer but it's so boring um what else is there that's right now that's popping off uh, i'm out of the game with the, with the currently airing stuff i just gone giga he's mm. the anime guy for like we have the anime man joey who doesn't do anime anymore <laughs> but gone <laughs> has been like the anime youtuber for like yeah oh for yeah like 15 years yeah um, i definitely like saw some of his early stuff back in the uh, yeah he's like he's back in the it's day. crazy how he's the guy um yeah. and great friend of mine um and i just i'm like gone what should i watch this season right and he just tells me you won't like this you'll like this you'll like this you'll like this yeah yeah, yeah. And so that's kind of how i get that's my, nice it's great to have him be like yeah yeah <laughs> custom custom selected uh oceanoko as well as out right now it's kind of i don't really like that much um that's kind of it what i'm watching right now it's crazy how we've gotten to a point where you can watch like simul simulcast dubs dubs or Whoa. dubs and then like um oh, or, or or just getting the sub the same day or the day after yeah like because i remember when i was in high school uh it was all extremely illegal but <laughs> you know you would be waiting for the fan legal. subbing groups or the, yeah, to mm-hmm. like upload like to yeah. sub episodes of stuff like i remember like bacano and stuff like when that was like coming out Fuck, bacano's a banger yeah a yeah great... yeah actually you know my my youtube avatar the one with the suit that's yeah. based off bacano because oh. i really liked the lad russo from bacano yeah yeah so i i love that suit that he wore and i was like i, I want someone to draw this stupid anime version of me right like, yeah that that's funny love bacano that's always a source of like creativity more often than not i feel like in yeah. the early internet era is you just take you just <laughs> steal. You take, <laughs> and the the publishers are like the utility for getting these things we care about was just fucking impossible. Yeah, like really same bad. shit happens now with an any kind of first party Nintendo mod. They have to be really inventive because Nintendo yeah. is super litigious. They never put shit on sale. Getting, yeah, just getting your hands on half the Zelda series. Oh my! Tell God. me about it. Literally, I. I uh, just bought a Wii U because I wanted to play Wind Waker HD. Yeah. And they'd never put it out on Switch, which is such a no-brainer. And they yeah, get all fucking... Annoying. It came out 10 years ago. They're all judicious about playing Melee in competitive settings. And we're like, if you yes. release that, unremastered, just just a yeah. functional emulator 
for $200, everyone in the community would pay for it. They yeah. are the source of Yeah, it, the Melee community is like, hey, we fixed some bugs in Melee. And they're like, we will kill you. <laughs> it's, it's Yeah, I don't know. I think that's like a the the super like in a weird way from like being in Japan super long and working with a lot of Japanese brands and a lot of Japanese companies. There's just like just the way they do things and the way they just see everything is so different. Mm. Yeah. They just like... It's very famously like some Japanese game devs, um, like the companies, they would just straight up delete the source code after the game came out. They were like, we need the space. And they just never thought about preserving it. They were it's like, like old films. <laughs> you yeah, they know, were just like, 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 oh, we need to reuse the tape. Like like BBC, right? With Doctor Who. Yeah. Right, like, exactly. Like the where they episodes. like find they lost like, episodes in like, oh, it, it just so happened to be in a, a warehouse sale. in Kenya. Yeah. Like, yeah. A yeah. news station happened to have it. Yeah, because they just, oh, it, luckily it was somewhere else that didn't yeah, throw They away. find shit in salt mines all the fucking time because <laughs> yeah. they're moisture free. So people just oh, store old dumb. film stock and wow. then they're like, well, we got like a bunch of videos of somebody like shitting yeah. and then there's one here. Oh, it's the original Star Wars print. Oh, just God. sat in a corner <laughs> covered in mud. Okay. Oh, who needs that crap? Yeah, oh, George God. Lucas frisbeeing it uh, into the corner. How was that? So, so when did you move to Japan? Uh, I moved in 2019, about six months before the pandemic. Okay. Wow. Great Is that why? Yeah, I actually was like, I'm getting ahead of the, the game. The plan yeah. was complete. <laughs> <laughs> and that was weird because it was like, I had, I'd been to Japan twice, only twice before. Oh, wow. Like oh, two wow. vacations. And I was like, this is sick. Yeah, <laughs> it's cool. Because I was always a huge, I, I, I like I've, I've said this a lot. Like, I feel like a lot of people don't realize how much, uh, when, especially when you're a kid, you don't realize how much, uh, especially when we grew up as, as well, because they didn't tell us it was from Japan. Mm. A lot of the time, the stuff was just dubbed in English. And there's mm -hmm. no real right. like, way of knowing it was from Japan unless especially when you didn't have the internet widely like you couldn't just go yeah. on your PC and start searching about it yeah um you just didn't know yeah like, you had to be reading the interviews a vibe. yeah you I I like I only knew because of like Shonen Jump and the other I, magazines I that remember, I would buy I found out because I wanted to watch Pokemon online mm. and I found the episode I was like whoa there's more there's this new series out I, I haven't seen this on TV and they start speaking Japanese like what the fuck is this? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, found out. Oh shit! It's it's in Japanese first. Why does Meow sound so fucked up? What the <laughs> fuck? Why do you sound like he smokes fitty? <laughs> that was uh, when he become cool. Yeah. <laughs> I used to, and you know what's funny is somewhere I, I I still have this binder. I used to go on my aunt's computer, who had like a I had dial up at home so this wasn't really a possibility but my too. aunt had like slightly faster internet growing up okay. and when i would go visit her place i would go to dragon ball fan sites and print out <laughs> images oh, yeah. and i would <laughs> sleeve the images and i would put them in a binder <laughs> and i would just I look it. at I them so and i would just look at them but then i would end up with like promotional like like images from the movie posters like archive. or 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 from That's from so gt sick. and stuff that hadn't aired in america and I, it kept being like this weird, like, oh, what is it? Something, it's yeah. the future over there in Japan. It's yeah. like Dark Souls lore. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, you read an item description and you can't really understand half the words. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, you see a no picture idea. of Broly and you're like, how did, <laughs> who was that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, you you kind of consume a lot of this media, even like, uh, again, you play video games, right? You're playing mm -hmm. these Japanese games. You're like, there's just something different about this these type of games that right. I'm playing that feel so vastly different to these this other media I'm consuming. And I'm like, man, I just really have this weird affinity with this. And then I would learn, uh, you'd watch movies, Fast, right. and, Fast and Furious Tokyo fucking Drift. Oh yeah. Which unironically I think did kind of get me into Japan a little bit more because mm -hmm. I just thought it was so cool. Yeah. Um, 
Except I remember seeing it and being like, I thought Japan, I thought it was like cartoons and shit. <laughs> wait, wait, what the heck? There's like cool, there's like, like there's neon here as yeah. well. Like, what the? So sick. It looks so awesome. And you know, that movie is so funny, by the way. They send the most southern hick guy Dude, ever. Dude, he's so fucking Give him the bad. worst haircut in history. Oh, he's so like, bad. Damn, it's... you guys got cars around these spirits as well. <laughs> Donkey Kong. <laughs> it's insane that it gets through the whole movie without him saying a slur. Yeah. If that was real, there's yeah. no world. And they it's, put him in that fucking uh, delinquent style oh high school God. costume. He's got like the open front. Why are you selling this iPod that's broken? He's <laughs> like, like, what the fuck is this false scene? What in the hell's with this beep, 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 beep? <laughs> it's so bad. It's such a bad film, but it really like kind of weirdly got me into it. And, yeah. um, it was sure certainly a cool film. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. I, 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 your <laughs> just explodes. Yeah. It's like a movie about driving cars. Fucking that movie's shit. so funny. And uh, I, I just weirdly had this always kind of like really enjoyed it. But, you know, I saw this tweet and I, oh my God, you, you got to, <laughs> it made me laugh. It was like, Japan is Wakanda for white people. Whoa. <laughs> Do you think there is some truth to that? I, uh, I think, you know, because it's always white dudes, which I admit, I, I feel like I'm part of the problem. It's white dudes. I, uh, they, we do absolutely idolize Japan. Well, no, I, the thing day. is, like, I grew up in, like, a predominantly black community yeah. of, like, fucking weaves. Like, everybody okay, well, was a yeah, big fan. I mean, but I think that that's a weird, like, I don't know stereotype. if it's super obvious. Like, there is a stereotype. The black nerd is, like, very into anime. True. Um, but I know what you mean because there is that. You there's know, a very like, bad rap around. There's a bad rap about the <laughs> the white guy who like is like, um, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> I, I took three years of Japanese. Well, it's, it's like when I first took a picture, someone took a picture of me wearing a kimono. And I was like, I just like, this looks like every dude that I would not want to interact with on Facebook. Mm. Yeah. Because they're wearing like the kimono and yeah. it's kind of grainy. Not deodorant. There's like an old, I don't know if Mayuko talked about this on the podcast, but uh, one of our uh, old coworkers at Patreon, our friend Mayuko, she is Japanese American, mm. like, She's Japanese national, like nationality wise. Yeah. She like is Japanese, but she grew up in America. Yeah. Her her parents though moved back. They're like teachers at university okay. there, and um, she was talking about how like there are so many random white dudes who will like try to speak Japanese to her, mm -hmm. and like uh, so or, or like if she's like she was like working a job and they'd be like, oh, you're Japanese. <sighs> um, arigato gozaimasu. <laughs> <laughs> that's so bad yeah it's very bad uh, but it, it's always a white it's always a white dude in that stereotype i absolutely believe that entirely <laughs> i mean there is a lot of I, I will say it's very fair to um say that there are a lot of dudes there who i think um just kind of wanted to have a reset mm -hmm. and it's normally they're not to be mean it is normally white dudes yeah um, there's a perception or like a fetishization of the uh, oh they absolutely Japan, is right? as well for and uh, this is this is being very generalizing but i've just heard the sentiment a lot of submissive women in japan like a lot of the alpha uh, men going their own way bullshit it's like you oh. move to japan because then the women they're traditional which is they're wrong yeah like, we're gonna go not... to golden guy and we're gonna get drunk and it's gonna be like lost in translation <laughs> they love us oh god oh what, jesus you, how much of the time in japan are you speaking japanese versus english oh dude, with the exception so of like bad. the it's, show yeah so i i mean my, my japanese is at a level which should be better as my youtube comments always love to tell me um <laughs> Because, uh, you know, most of the time I speak in English. Because most people I work with speak English and most of the people uh, I'm around all speak English, which I know is like, God, you should integrate more and yada, yada, yada. But my, my Japanese is at like conversational level. I can go around, I can do everything I need to do every single day. I can talk to everyone. I sound like a little a toddler, but I can communicate <laughs> everything and I, 
which is I'm I'm happy with considering I moved there knowing literally nothing. Yeah, that's amazing. Wait, yeah. how did that not that long ago? Did you yeah, I was gonna say not that long ago. Were you well, taking classes or were no, you No, no, no. You're all. just picking it up. I so I, I man, that, there's this weird like assumption and I, I don't want to blame Americans, but I think um, some some Americans online have this idea that if you move to a foreign country, you just you just pick it up. Yeah. And it's such a, it's such, it's so yeah. wrong. Not yeah. as an adult. It's, no, yeah. not with an adult. No, absolutely not. Brain. It's so tough because I, I got yeah. there and uh, I did, I was doing classes for about, uh, up until about a year ago. Um, I was only going once a week, two hours, which is not a lot, I know, but it was pretty much all I could fit into my, my schedule because right. doing the podcast, doing the streamings, doing the YouTubing. Yeah. And, and my, the pandemic maybe was not a great time. Pandemic but, was rough because then yeah. all the classes closed mm. and they wanted me to do Zoom. And I hated Zoom classes. I think I, dude, it's bad because I hate agreeing with like weird people online. I know, yeah. But I was like, yeah, just for me, just this the Zoom thing. It just it does not work. I have yeah. three monitors. There's it's way too easy for me to start clicking stuff. Uh, and I just I just was not good at it. I was no, terrible. I I was in a I was in a class. I was in an acting class. Oh, that that sounds terrible. It's such a physical thing. Right. Acting. No. It, you know, it, the first couple of like meetings were mm. in person. Mm. And then they were like, the pandemic was happening and then it was a lot of radio silence. It was like, okay, we're gonna try to do this through Zoom. And I was, in my mind, I was like, I work on screens all day. Yeah, I, I did this, this to get outside this. of my yeah, house yeah, to like that. do something in the real world. So I'm not really interested in doing this like remotely. Yeah. Um, and that's okay, you know what I mean? I think, like, I think it's okay to, to just, you can agree with what crazy people say sometimes, like one very minute yeah, point yeah, that they're yeah, crazy yeah. Just like little, in this particular <laughs> this instant, yeah. So, I, I, but like the main way I picked it up and the way that I always tell everyone, I'm like, you gotta do this no matter how, what if, like even if you're learning and you're going to classes, cause I know a lot of people who they have their degree in Japanese and stuff. I did not do that. Cause I thought that learning Japanese, cause again, I was in the anime community. So I thought the people who were learning Japanese were super cringe for a while. Cause mm. it was, cause the way they would express it was kind of cringe, but I really regret and I'm jealous of the people that push themselves to learn Japanese whilst, cause I mean, I, I, I think that that me thinking that that was cringe was from a place of like jealousy that I was not, or even like what I become them. Like I, I'm not cringe. I yeah, like Japan yeah. for like the cool reasons. That as well. Yeah, like there yeah, was yeah, that yeah. Kind I'm of not like a loser, weird. as you yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. Your replica <laughs> katana. I, I think you know, I was trying to escape that in school. I didn't want to feel that way, and I felt like I want. I don't know why. And ultimately, I think it was stupid of me because those people were like, "Fuck it, I'm going to try and learn something. I'm going to try and apply myself to something," and that's. I mean, that's like the most valuable thing you can give to yourself. Yeah. Does it resonate with you at all? Like when I hear that, I kind of tie it in a little bit with the UK, Absolutely. Welsh, Dude. bury your interests. Oh my God, yes. Mitigate yeah, your like 100%. passion. And also, I, I don't know if it's always envy. I, I just always felt the sentiment in the UK of like- There's definitely jealousy, I think, if there, you, of like people who have that freedom. If to somebody them. wants to do something or aspires to something, it's like- well, if they're doing it, why aren't I? No, they are the problem. Yeah, they're the they're problem being, for pushing themselves. Don't <laughs> move to another, do you ever get that thing about- Oh yeah, uh, fuck yeah, fuck wow, yeah. Wow, that's, dude. you're being really American or something. Uh, like, or yeah. like prom, they're doing prom now in the dude. UK? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll a bit of that in just one sec. I'll just finish the thought mm. that I had. Uh, definitely when you're trying to learn Japanese, or any language, honestly, uh, I just went out and got drunk. And like going, oh, fuck yeah. going having beers, cause like, even like Golden Guy, which is a super tourist spot, but yeah. like, and they hate tourists. <laughs> yeah. But like occasionally- There's so many signs that are just like Japanese uh, residents yeah. only, or yeah. like Japanese people only. Um, just the moment you start knowing just a little bit and you start applying it, they really appreciate it. Uh, people, 
appreciate that you're putting in the effort to, to speak the language in a place. Like people are very kind about that. Um, that no one expects you to be fluent. You are, you, when you look foreign, they expect you to speak nothing. So they're very happy when you speak anything. Yeah. And a lot of dudes who drink are super fun to hang out with and yeah. they'll, they'll want to learn English a little bit and you speak Japanese a little bit. Uh, you know, you kind of trade. And, and you don't have as much of the shame because you're like absolutely taking not. the edge yeah, off yeah, a little you're, bit. You're drinking, it. you know. And Drinking yeah. culture is like a little bit more like socially oh. integrated, right? It's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drinking on a weekday is like, yeah, yeah you, you the drink boys. every day in Japan basically for yeah. most people. So that was really easy to then, um, like a lot of the Japanese I did know was just learnt, like that kind of muscle memory language, not not, right. not so much like grammatically. You're not thinking about the conjugation or how to like change no, the form I, of a verb. I, I, I would like hear that. the thing and I would know what to say back. Yeah, and I would I would just kind of get these things locked in. It's like a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you would just I would just know how to talk, and then suddenly they would say something, and I'd be like, whoa. Uh, I was like, can you say that in an easier way, please? I would, that's can what you I say that asked. in normal, please? Yeah, I, would, I would literally, can you say it as if I was a child? And they would, yeah. they'll say it, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's always some awkward. <laughs> say that as though I was a drunk baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah literally. No. Like, you check into some fancy ryokans, like onsen, right, and, right, and they right. would start speaking keigo to me, and I'm like, ah, oh, could you say that easy, please? I say that in Japanese, and they're like, oh, oh, and they don't want to because they want to be professional. Uh -huh. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, Google Gaga version. Because yeah. <laughs> that's like a whole nother dialogue. Anyway, the point, no, no, point, no. Point being, that helped me so much more. And that made me, again, more confident. And, and that's a huge thing with learning language is uh, just being confident and just don't be embarrassed because people do not expect you to be fluent and they can immediately tell you're not fluent. So just, just talk. Say what you know. Yeah. They appreciate that. You can find a middle ground. But they generally... Patient. They're very patient. Yeah. Too patient, I think. <laughs> okay, I think it yeah. comes from a politeness. And I don't think they... Mm. Sometimes I don't think they like it. Uh, but most people, again, if you're drinking, they're very happy with it. Uh, just buy buy everyone a drink. Right. Life hack right away. They'll love you. Yeah. yeah. Um, get a bunch I of think, tattoos. They yeah. love that, right? <laughs> get a bunch of tattoos. Go to a temple covered in tattoos. I'm sure they'll enjoy me <laughs> doing that. Go in the bath. Yeah, yeah, go in the with bath. Shorts with shorts on. The hot uh, and be really loud. <laughs> my replica uh, Devil May Cry katana that I just put by the side. <laughs> Take off my virtual. Unsheath it. Like, <laughs> nobody comes in. Sorry, guys. I'm here to defend you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> in case Virgil turns but, up. Yeah, definitely with the, the British. The, we have this, and I'm so envious of Americans for this. This is the one thing that I always, I think I, I really liked when I was watching like Disney and shit is that they were like, everyone just follow your dreams and do what mm -hmm. you want. Right. And it's obviously, it's a little played up. Sure. And it's too much of it. Definitely. But being from the UK, kind of seeing that, and this is why I was kind of, I really gelled with the Disney channel as a kid in a weird kind of way. I was like, whoa, it's so refreshing to see this kind of atmosphere where everyone is kind of encouraging each other to do what they want. Whereas right. it's like, go to the pub with Gary, the fucking geezer, go and, have, go and watch the game. And it's like, that's it. That's all right. you get to do. That is your life. You don't get to have any fun activity. Even if I was like, hey, I'm going to start woodworking. They just make fun of me. What right. are you talking about? Yeah, what are you fucking do? Don't pretend like what you do you fucking woodworking. Fucking you Woody camp. Connor over here. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you just get grilled. And it's like, right. okay, after a while, I learned to be like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'll yeah. just, I'll do what I want because it makes me happy. I don't yeah. like Gary. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, don't want to hang out with Gary. <laughs> I just don't like him. <laughs> I'm uh, realizing uh, I don't mind if he doesn't invite me to. <laughs> I would, I would just learn to just be like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, Did you kind of at any point just try desperately to get into football or something? There, were, I, I tried so long. I guess my, maybe my dad, rugby. My dad. Oh, so my dad's from Liverpool. Right. So oh, football, huge football culture. Um, my dad is very right or die football. The Vatican of football. <laughs> Basically in the UK, it's like, it's everything yeah. in Liverpool. Um, so they've tried so desperately. They had season passes for Everton and they would always take me. 
And dude, I, my, my dad hates it when I talk about this on the podcast. He's always like, you're, dramatis- you're dramatizing it too much. But like, we, he would just take me to the pub, right? And pubs in the UK, especially in the 90s, uh, and so no, early 2000s, sorry, uh, were not p- nice things. They've, they've cleaned up a lot. It was mm. smoking was still legal inside. Mm. Uh, and like, even when it wasn't legal, people were still like, you know, still doing it. And right. so, and everyone would, everyone would be like <laughs> proper rough, Liverpool people they're like oh don't you want some pork scratchings <laughs> what are you doing and then they would like give me a sip of beer and they're like oh it's a chocolate bar have fun and I wouldn't be allowed to bring my Game Boy or anything and I have to watch it and I'm like <sighs> 90 minutes is an eternal length oh. when you're, when a, you're a child yeah you've only lived a few of those <laughs> like, like, yeah, like, yeah, it's so like, this is a 1% of my whole I, life I'm like, and I make it sound so bad but I was you know I'm very glad that, I'm very gen- thankful that my parents would take me out and do things I, and I appreciate no, that no for but sure I just there's no point at any there's no part of my life when I was a kid where I thought I would like football but mm. they tried so desperately to get me into it as a family uh, and I was definitely the the weird one who did not like it because my older brother loved it mm. uh, and he's great he's great he was like the perfect son as well like, he's great I love him so much <laughs> not a weeb <laughs> not a weeb loved football wow. great he fits right in yeah. yeah he was like the perfect British kid. He's yeah, great. Right. I get on with him so well though now. That's I'm great. I'm really glad that. Gaza. <laughs> What's your brother's name? If you, Callum. Cool. Callum. Oh, fuck yeah. He's great. Well, I'm Callum and then Connor and then yeah. uh, Owen as well. He's your favorite. I was going to say um, the lesson of yeah. like, this is kind of jumping back to the language thing. Like, forcing yourself through it and not being afraid to mm. fail. It's like such a good lesson for life as well. For sure. Because yeah. there's so much like, you get so in your head about things and yeah. really you learn so much more by just like trying and failing that yeah. you like, that every success, you know, there's like a ton of failure. It was one of the it. most empowering feelings, learning another language. Cause yeah. I, I pretty much sworn off learning another language. Yeah. Cause I was forced to, not forced, well, that sounds so bad. I, I learned, I'm fluent in Welsh and English and mm. I went to a school where it was Welsh predominantly. Yeah. If you didn't speak Welsh, in school, you would get like uh, detention or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Or the road signs are Welsh. Or the, Everything's yeah. Welsh. Every subject was in Welsh. So I, and I did all of my schooling in Welsh until uh, until I went to, to university. Oh, wow. So um, yeah, so it was all very intense Welsh. And it sucked because like, I think if in a normal school, you would you would have like an English clash. Class, sorry, clash. Apparently I need to go back. Um, <laughs> and then you would do like- an English class. English <laughs> <laughs> I was fucking awful. They, okay, this is bad. I was so bad. I hated reading as a kid. Oh yeah. And they they, they put me in the special ed class, it was mm. English. Uh, and I, 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 I was like, I don't belong here. I just didn't read enough. And I was right. like, I was- Oh, that was, was a fucking traumatic event. And I was like, can I can I get out of this now? I will read to get out of this. I will read. I'll do it. I'll prove I, I can do it. I just don't. I don't want to be snapping pencils for yeah. an hour. Like, I just don't vibe with this. Would you accept kanji? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I, I had, I don't know. I just, and then, you know, we're learning English, which I was terrible at, and Welsh, which I was terrible at. And then, and then, you know, they make you learn, like, they, they don't make you learn it. You just do, like, German or French. Mm, yeah. And they're like, say un or something. You're like, this is fucking stupid. Like, yeah. I feel like this is just, it's such a really, I mean, it's, it's hard. I don't think there is a good way of introducing language to, like, 12 or 13-year-old kids in a way with one hour a week that they can really right. engage with it. Yeah. But I guess it's better than nothing. I, yeah. Just to get kids to to be like, hey, there are other languages. Yeah. <laughs> like, you yeah. should no, take note of them. Um I, 
But I think the utility yeah. isn't really emphasized. I remember learning Absolutely French not. and Absolutely like not. not realizing that French is what they spoke in France. It was yeah, just French is what you, we learn in the class. You could still get by with English, which is the bad part, and we're right. spoiled with English. We're spoiled with English, and for then sure. going to Japan, and then when you start like when the the, the dots start connecting of language learning, where you start when you reply like to three sentences in a row nice. you're like this is so empowering yeah and it feels like a video game where you're like unlocking another like because it's crazy watching i'm sure you have a friend who's like fluent in a, in a language that you're yeah, like that's yeah, so yeah. bizarre that you're yeah. fluent in this yeah. and you watch them use it you're like that's so cool because they just like this this entire skill set which is so different from any other skill we have as like humans is like so cool to watch people. Right, use. I agree. I know a lot of um, bilingual, like second generation friends of mine that dream in, like my friend Sarah dreams in Cantonese. Yeah. She doesn't dream. And she's always lived in the UK. That, yeah, that's just, crazy. The, the, as a first language. Yeah. Until, you know, until she was five, it's not that long. There's just something foundational. That's so this, cool. Are there things you literally just can't express in English? Not just in Japan, but there's like sentiments. And yeah, there's some Welsh kind of ideas that are very tough to get across. And I guess it made me, again, when I was learning Japanese, it's the same kind of concept mm. with like, there's only certain things that can be expressed in the language. And culturally it makes sense when you take the language into account. Cause I guess culture is language. Um, but it, yeah, it's, it's very odd. Cause I think the growing up, I just had such a narrow minded view of culture and language. And I think I'm, I'm very grateful that I was able to like kind of, uh, YouTube has helped a lot as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, fuck me. You have to. <laughs> yeah. You have to learn quick. <laughs> like, yeah. um, and it's like... You get some you, really you constructive feedback, up. which is nice. Yeah. The comments the, or, I, yeah. <laughs> hey, I, Connor, I just want to let you know you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you just don't know. Like, um, I, I, how the fuck am I supposed to learn this stuff when yeah. I come from a, a... My school was 80 people. Yeah. And I remember there was... When I left my high school was the first time I think a non-white person joined the entire high school. Wow. Uh, it was super, it's, we're in Wales, like deep, yeah, deep, yeah. like very kind of, uh, almost like, almost homogenous, but it's not really now anymore. Yeah. But like, uh, yeah, it's super, it, now it's great. But when I was growing up, I remember the school, especially a Welsh speaking school, uh, very, very, very white. Growing up, like I just didn't see other cultures like ever. Right. Yeah. So it was very foreign to me. It was weird yeah. to think. And then you're like, and then I was growing up on, and then basically grew up online. You get thrown into this world. You're like, whoa, this is right. cool. <laughs> it's just like on the internet. There's like more than yeah. just, yeah. But it's cool. I think I, it's it's sad that I think people dismiss that kind of stuff. And they're like, no, I don't need to know anything. It's like, that's, oh, yeah, that's such a Yeah, that's a bummer when people are like, I only need to know my own stuff around mm. me or they're not open to, because I think for me, the, the world experience. opened up when I like left my hometown for yeah, college yeah, and absolutely. I didn't even go that far, but it, I feel like that was like the first step to, you know, being able to travel outside of the country Absolutely. or to move yeah. across Same the country. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah well, I don't feel less English now. No, no, I no. Just, I, it's I, like I, I can still keep in touch with that. Yeah. yeah. Which is, which is fine. Cause I like being able to distance it sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I like being the token British guy sometimes, but um, yeah. Good, it, good for getting jobs. Yeah, it is absolutely amazing for getting jobs. And America, Americans love it. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, but I've become more American, I'm sure. It's happened as well. You become more American. Lock me up. <laughs> hey, throw away the key, brother. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think cultures, I just love learning about more stuff. And in Japan, I, I, even though it kind of seems like you're kind of a, especially like a white guy telling, talking about Japanese culture, but like learning about it is fascinating. And oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. If you talk about it with affection as opposed Absolutely. to fetishization. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and plus you're like, 
I'm real. There's some stuff that needs a lot of changing. <laughs> I'm coming in to change some things around here. I was going to ask about yeah. if there was any culture shock that you experienced. Oh, like, dude, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In, in Japan. Because, I mean, I've just heard things through friends or through, yeah. you know, even um, I have friends who were like Japanese but grew mm -hmm. up in the States. And then even they have some difficulty acclimating to uh, Japanese culture. Oh, yeah. They like move there for a year or two just to like, I don't know, Fuck. try it out. Yeah, my friends, my friends are telling me, my Japanese friends are telling me that there's, um, yeah, there's definitely like, they, they had a word, and I can't remember what the word was, for Japanese people who live abroad and then come back and they're different. Mm. Because they they've they've been exposed to foreign ideas. Because yeah. it is Japan Japan is very uh very homogenous. Right. Extremely so. Yeah. Um and which has caused this really weird kind of environment online of people who like uh, you know, like people who are like, Yeah, they're not woke, they haven't been ruined by it. And it's sure, like yeah. it's like, okay, okay. Pure. Jesus. So fucking stupid. Um The purity thing is like I've heard because my like Mayuko said that like when she talks to people in Japan, like she gets, oh, you're so Californian. Like yeah. even though she's like her, you know, parents like teach at like university in mm -hmm. Japan to this day. It's like just by virtue of like not being. Yeah, like yeah. Because you, yeah. I guess if you, they, people just think if you haven't been raised in it and also you're not miserable in a yeah. horrible work environment, you're not really Japanese. <laughs> but yeah, the, I mean, culture shock wise, um, I mean, if you watch our podcast, like the Trash Taste podcast, I think people get people just think that we hate Japan. <laughs> oh no, because there's just so much to complain about. Like sure, yeah. When you live there day by day, there's just a lot of little things that Japan does, and people can be like, yada yada, our culture, culture. There's just something they do that is just flat out just bad. Um, just like the the way they refuse to to adapt with online uh, and adapt with like doing anything online is right. crazy. Um, everything is still paper. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's a lot of to like, the detriment of like themselves. I, I don't yeah, know why. Yeah, yeah, like, I don't yeah. know what they want more paper and more work. Is it? Right. I, I haven't been to. I've been to Japan a couple of times. Yeah. I've, I've not been. I um, I'm always hesitant to make any kind of like uh, you know cultural statements about a place I haven't been, and anything yeah, I, I say might fine. just be, you know. Uh, Propaganda, you know, a little well, bit. Yeah, you can tell me what you think, and I'll tell you from my experience that. Yeah, like, like one of, I feel like one of the cliches, at least that I hear, is that that homogenization. Mm. I don't even want to say like racial homogenization mm. is cultural as well. It's just you know insular. Yeah, is a lot more like by design. It's in a way that like you know people north of England. I'm, I'm from Newcastle. <laughs> a lot of people up there, a lot of the family are just like doesn't hurt that it's kind of white. Yeah. Not gonna stop anybody from coming up, but I don't <laughs> mind it. It sounds like in Japan, it's a little more, Yeah, you must integrate or mm -mm. Yeah, they, um, it's, it's weird. Cause obviously growing up in like, uh, in Wales, you would obviously hear a lot of rhetoric about how oh, they just don't integrate enough, mm. right? And then I'm, I'm in Japan, I'm like, am I integrating? I'm like, I, <laughs> you kind of, you kind of hear this kind of rhetoric that I would hear towards people who are coming to where I lived. And then you're like thinking about it. You're like, what does that even mean to yeah. like integrate? Like what, right. like what, what is the definition of integrating? Is it like literally just hanging out in my friend group or is it like being helpful to society and the community around right, you? Right. It's like, that's such a weird kind of idea. Mm. Um, Cause I'm like, I, I'm I pay my taxes. I, I not a burden. I'm, uh, you know, I did, I'd like to think I'm not a, a burden. I like, I contribute to society and I'm paying an ungodly amount of taxes there. And I right. wasn't raised there. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, do you have a particular type? Maybe your career also is kind of considered outside of the collective or whatever. Uh, definitely. I mean, I, but like, I think as a, as a, 
foreign individual, there's not an expectation of me to be in that fit same. Into that. They yeah. absolutely. There's no. I, okay. No matter how hard I would try to fit in. Because yeah. I went to. Uh, I did a thing with YouTube in Japan back in 2019. Yeah. Right before the pandemic. So maybe we were there. Maybe it was right as you were moving. Maybe, yeah. But 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was like, um, let's see. It was August. trash taste. I want to say it was <laughs> yeah. August. I want to say it was August 2019. Okay, that was yeah. right before I moved there. Yeah, so, um, and it was uh, through like YouTube's like research, like um leg and it, there were a bunch of creators from different countries and then we were cool. all meeting that's awesome yeah. meeting in at the like tokyo google office but one of the creators was from japan mm. and his name is wakia but he has like a channel called wakiai he like makes fun of japanese culture he's like from berkeley or whatever oh. but he like he like went to he like moved to japan to go to like kyoto university yeah and he like uh he he talks about it like um he speaks really academic japanese where like oh wow yeah. we're like native yeah like or people who grew up in japan are yeah. like impressed that he's not from there so that's how oh. that's how he beats the whole oh, like yeah. oh you're a californian thing mm -hmm. but uh and then what kyoto university is like the harvard of uh oh yeah it's, uh, pretty, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty big one yeah but anyway the um but he was talking about how there's these three essentially mcns that that oh it, they run it where where yeah we're basically you and he, he, I'm, I'm really just like um, paraphrasing you, you someone to, else's experience because I, again, yeah. I don't know this firsthand. But the way he described it was like um, culturally, because Japan is more of a collectivist culture, mm. there, there is this weird outsider thing of like, oh, it's not cool to do your own thing and be oh, no, independent. Absolutely yeah, absolutely. Not. So there are these companies that are essentially big MC, mm. MCNs that it's like choose your starter Pokemon yeah. that you then become a part of, so that you can beat almost legitimizes the YouTube career yeah. because now you're a part of a company. Are you guys, well, any of you independently part of one? Uh, we are part of an agency in Japan that is under Katakawa, which mm. you might know. Okay, um, I think so, yeah. Uh, they own uh, pretty much every single like isekai anime. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, like Oshinoko right now, I think they, they run that. Um, yeah, so we're part of the- I woke up as a podcaster in another world. <laughs> so we, we get asked to do a lot of anime promotional stuff on the Japanese end for Right, for right, right. Um, and, but this is like, so it's a, that's a giant conglomeration in Japan. And conglomerations run the show in Japan. Yeah. There are a few giant, I mean giant. Right. Like, like a company might like own, like half the stuff in your house might be owned by one conglomeration. Right. And like you might work for them too. And so it's like, <laughs> yeah. you very much get like into it. Obviously, I just want to preface that uh, obviously, because I've, I've lived there for a while, but I'm absolutely not an authority on it. And sure. the, some of the very deep aspects of the culture, I wouldn't be able to give you an accurate kind of uh, explanation of. But there are some things that I, I'm, I'm pretty confident in talking about. Right. Um, and yeah, like that's, dude. Yeah. This. <laughs> damn. Yeah. The the culture of like the company culture is wild. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, I like I've I've only had these like small little windows into it like my old roommate nick used to work at this silicon valley tech company mm. and uh and one time he before he quit and he like went to go become a game dev he oh, uh he but it was like an ads company it was like ad retargeting or whatever and yeah. he was like an engineer there but they had a japan office they had a tokyo office and yeah. he's like do you want to come with me and so i like i was like sure these are like all the trips i've had to japan are just randomly okay along nice. with other people but a lot of that trip involved like going out socially with his oh, co-workers wow. and they were they were talking about how um they were kind of it was almost like they were cheating the system because 
this co- they were working for like a Silicon Valley type company right. in Japan. Right. So yeah. the management, like it didn't have the same traditionalist yeah. culture. <laughs> yeah. But then there was um, there was also like them roasting Americans. Like one of the things <laughs> that they roasted about like Silicon Valley culture. I remember this. We were just like at an izakaya. Hmm. Like after work, which is like yeah, a pretty common, yeah, yeah common very, very thing. common, yeah, yeah. And uh, what, what is that? A, uh, like a kind of that version of a pub. Okay. Yeah, it's like a restaurant pub, but you just yeah. kind of sit down. A bunch Japanese of little Gary. Gary <laughs> yeah, 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 they have geezers. They have, <laughs> yeah. the boss is the geezer. Geezer chan. Yeah. The, uh, so then they were like, um, oh yeah, the thing they made fun of about like our corporate culture, which I think you'll find funny, Silicon Valley corporate culture. Tread lightly. Yeah, <laughs> it's like they'd be like Americans are always. Like at all hands meetings, like uh, someone will ask a question and then they'll say, great question. And it wasn't a great question. <laughs> <laughs> there, is a, there, there is a participation trophy element to it. Oh, yeah. sure. um, wow, but, really insightful. Dude, you, I've been in a few Japanese meetings. They go on long. Oh, yeah. They go over everything. Yeah. Everything in, in detail. Like when, because, you know, we do a lot of filming stuff in Japan and... Uh, this man is tough to film in Japan. Mm. There's a lot of like, like red tape. Yeah, lots of red tape. Like, uh, just did a stream with Iron Mouse and Disney, mm-hmm. and that was great. It was just like money just solved everything. They yeah. were like, "How much you drop it?" And they were like, All right, "This much." They're like, "Come on in. We'll do whatever <laughs> you want. Skip every line. Be as loud as you want." It's like obviously, but Disney Japan, no filming allowed, no matter what. Well, wow. Uh, you have to have like really crazy strict permission, and if you do, you will have like whenever we've done filming like this, there will be a guy or two guys who just follow you the entire time to make sure you're not saying anything bad, even if they don't understand. Oh. But they're just there to follow you. And um, like this happens a lot. And then also- Is that happening like, anywhere or like just in urban environments or it's just like- uh, This this happens mainly in like cities or yeah. big attractions or anything that's kind of a big company because they'll want a PR guy or two PR guys right there with you the entire time. Um, they own half the stuff in your house and maybe you <laughs> it's crazy and then, then you got to send everything for a review but like just to get the permission there'll be like multiple meetings of just going over everything and like i've i've done live streams where they've wanted the, the script for the live stream huh? and i've told them that's not possible <laughs> so we send them in like now i'll just send them in like a skeleton script of like i'll say i'm gonna intro with this and then i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this right and then, and, and they just want that because they just want to know the flow because that's the, the Japanese culture in terms of work culture is extremely risk averse. Mm-hmm. Everything is to mm-hmm. avoid risk. Right. So they want to know everything. Everything has to be like quadruple checked. Like everything yeah. has to be perfect um, to a fault, I think as well. Like right. I think- Are they good at it? Like it, it they're good at it, perfectly. but they're good at what they do, but like I'll turn up to a set to film something and they'll have at least like double the amount of people they need. <laughs> but it's because like they just, it's just this idea of like everything needs to go perfect. So we need like right. we just have. You'll notice this when you go to Japan if you yeah. pay attention to it. They'll have too much staff for a lot of things. Right, way too much. I staff. remember. I mean, these are just random, random experiences. But one time we were like uh, in Shibuya uh, and like Roadworks or something. Yeah, or we we just went up to Hooters because we were like, it's funny. Like, like yeah. this is an odd thing to exist. Yeah, there's here. Hooters in Japan. Yeah, and salary so, man. They and, love it. <laughs> just and, and it was like empty, and there we were greeted by like huh. six people. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it, it was like this is all too. I it was uh, uncomfortable because we were like we're all eyes were on us at all times, and we like like literally like walked in and walked out. Yeah, and then like walked in, we we're like, nope, 
like we kind of got our got our fill yeah, of this. Yeah. We're not. I don't think we've ever been to Hooters in the states. I don't know why yeah, we went to Hooters yeah. in Japan. And then like we like it was a you know one of those buildings like an elevator. So like mm. the uh, the entrance was right at the elevator door. And uh, we got back in the elevator. All six people uh, got in front of the door again. They waved us goodbye. Like I it was like a sixty Hooters. second like trip. Went to Hooters for the first time the weekend. Oh yeah, the um, friend of the. Um, so friends with um, uh, June, who's a, a porn actress in Japan. Uh, she's great. And she introduced me to um, uh, Fairuz, who's the voice of power, and Jolene and Jojo. Oh, nice. Oh, cool. And she loves Hooters. And she's like, I just love their energy. So she, it's we cool. went to Hooters and Is she it just loves it. American? Yeah, oh, yeah. They're the doing American, super American cosplay yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't get it. There's this kind of, there's a fascination with like Americana. Sure. I think, yeah. Um, in certain aspects of Japan. Have you um, some of the more like aesthetic elements, like a diner, that kind of. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. some places they, I mean, obviously, because at one point uh, Japan was occupied by America, right? So there's a lot of stayovers, I think, of a little bit of American culture. And like Okinawa is like all Americans because mm-hmm. there's a military base is huge oh, there. Right, right. right. Um, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, mass. Uh, yeah. No, not, I didn't know about the military base. I just didn't assume that it was so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, there's a lot of a lot of a lot of aspects of like. I mean, like, even like the way it's designed, like a lot of like roads and mm. a lot of everything is fr- from like the way the Americans did it. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, when they do British things, it's really weird. <laughs> British stuff, they just I feel like they just don't get it right. I I I mean, I feel that way about American stuff. So I I I think that there's a lot of very interesting cultural mm. fusions mm. in in like. A, I mean, in Tokyo, there's just so much. Yeah. But uh, like I, I went to a, it was supposed to be a, uh, like a beer garden. Like it was like a <laughs> Japanese take on like no. a German oh. beer garden. No. And it was like, everything was like a little bit off. And then they also had like the, the wait, the wait staff, like who were all women. So the, all these waitresses in the back of the menu and all of their stats and their blood type and stuff like <laughs> stats. that. Stats? Yeah. <sighs> Oh, yeah. like, um, like oh, cigarette cards? Is that what I'm thinking of? Like, uh, oh, God. One of the yeah. uh, Yakuza yeah. collectibles that I'm remembering. Yeah. Oh, telephone cards. Oh, gosh. Like a 90s. Wasn't that like a thing? I don't know this. I only know this from I think, uh, Like a Dragon, I think. It's it like, might be. It's a, um, I, I assume like a relic of the 90s or early 2000s or something. Yeah. Where it's, you're essentially like at some venue or maybe in yeah. a pack of cigarettes getting this card and a phone oh. number you can call mm. I don't know if it's like a sex line or just a this. flirtation I, 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 I've heard thing. of this but I, I can't remember but yeah there was nothing like there was nothing flirty about the thing it just like was a weird well if you want that you can get that there, yeah, guess, there is yeah. like you can get every single level of whatever you want right. if you want someone to just flirt with you you can do yeah. that if you want someone to maybe do a little bit more you can do that which is kind of you know, um, it's technically illegal but very widely advertised in Japan huh. mm. I want to pivot off of Japan because sure, I have some other questions. Sure, yeah, for you. go for it, go for it. Um, because I think there's more to you than just being a Welsh guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's true. That's true. One thing, like one so. thing we briefly talked about with the uh, the avatars that you know, you in the suit. You're a stylish guy. Oh, you thank like you. To, you I like, like to, to dress try. up in the suit. Well, where does that come best. from? Don't know. I just kind of got a. I, I got. I bought these JoJo suits, and I guess I just became like a weird thing that people got like people really liked when i wore them and i really loved wearing them yeah i feel co- very confident i love wearing suit. a suit yeah so i kind of took it an is, excuse to wear a suit uh, it is the exact opposite of the british suppression culture we're talking yeah, about. yeah it is i mean fashion in general but making a conscious choice to say like it, put a little bit of a spotlight on yourself clearly have put effort in yeah yeah kind of the the i love doing it now 
it just feels like uh, almost like taking the power back a little bit. Yeah, bullshit. it's great, dude. I like whenever I go out to a fancy dinner. Sometimes I'm like, I ask my friends, I'm like, can we can we wear it? like can we dress up? Oh, nice. that's fun. Because I'm like, it'd be fun. It's yeah. nice. It's like you feel great. Um, and I it's, yeah, like you said, it's like very empowering. And I yeah. think being able to kind of unlearn that Britishness of like just don't don't do that. H and M now else yeah. <laughs> Primark, top man, oh. top man shut down, but it is. <laughs> I think it has, yeah. Oh, fuck. I still wear this one shirt that I really like. I still have. I still it's from Top hey, Man, ripping pieces. I, I, I remember remember Primark yeah. is like just the cheapest thing you could ever. I feel like I got shoes for like three dollars. It's Primark. insane. How, it's like morally wrong. How yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, but but like you know, it's, and it kind of deteriorate. I feel like the at least the stuff I've gotten there like deteriorated. It's paper oh, Yeah, dude, you could buy a ten pack of t shirts for five pounds. Yeah, it was. What is, uh, I, I've lo- I can't remember. Which one's the posh way of saying it? The Primark? Oh, <laughs> fuck, there was a posh way of I saying mean, it. I think it's there? Primark and Primark, but I don't yeah, remember which one's yeah, which. Yeah, Primark, some people say like Primark. Because no, I always say Primark and I don't. I say Primark as well. I think that's posh. I say scones as well. Not so. um, which one is scones posh? Scones. You say, I used to say scones and then, well, I started doing lots of voice acting. They started fucking, they're making me uh, speak RP uh, oh, English. Yeah. They were like, no, 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 Connor, you yeah. have to say, grass you can't say grass um, so a lot of the stuff i, I really unlearned which is weird because i didn't know you could do that to your yeah accent. sure parents were, and family were like what the fuck but yeah, I, I get mocked relentlessly when i go i was out. gonna say i i feel like you've probably experienced this where you like kind of you unlearn your accent pretty quick yeah you, it's, i mean especially with like you know the it's the boring. job I had yeah. in tech was all riz right it was just it was partnerships it was speaking yeah, communicating it. Like, yeah one of the it's not that I like, so I go back home pretty frequently. I go visit the home, check and everything. <laughs> and when I go back, oh, right. yeah. switch, yeah, 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 exactly. code switch. But yeah. part of that is that in here, people like if I do a little bit of RP, yeah, yeah, which is how my yeah. mum talks. And, but she's from Newcastle, my aunt doesn't. Uh, aunt, <laughs> thick, uh, thick Geordie, my mum always, received, yeah. it's really weird. But the, my mum was always very like, uh, proactive about me not rolling my eyes and stuff. Uh, but I went to college or I went to like um I don't know, like early high school. Like yeah, just yeah, just yeah, not yeah. being at home. Yeah. I went. So it was a bit more like that. Like I talk like that sometimes, especially around my meat. And then <laughs> and then it starts to blend. I go to uni. It blends it even more. Of things, mm-hmm. yeah. And then now coming here, it's it's not that I ever want to lose it. It is it's it's nicer to speak in a in a more natural or what feels more natural, but I, it never stops stinging when you say something and someone goes, what? Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. It was, it was an enunciation thing. Yeah. YouTube, Mumbling. YouTube beat that out of me. Um, I had to really enunciate words because I realized you just, <laughs> you're like, some people just won't watch you if they just mm-hmm. can't understand you right, all the right. time, right? It's just, it's an ease of, because you want to be understood all the time, yeah. right? Because that's how you keep people engaged. Um, you listen to old episodes, like really old episodes of boys. I'm a different person. I, I sound say, totally different on yeah. the very first video yeah. I uploaded. You oh, that's so funny. Right yeah, now. we yeah. have, like I, we did this recently, like there was a video of mine from 2017 or something yeah. where uh, just as a bit, it was like when we just became friends, we didn't even have the podcast yet. <gasps> that's right. There was a, there was a bit where uh, I was, it was about imposter syndrome mm. and I, 
like swapped Jordan out for myself because we even used to have a similar haircut back, back then. And uh, I used to be from Florida. And, they, and it's like I I listened to it. And like the way that you the way that Jordan sounded was like not even recognizable. To yeah. Me. yeah, it's weird how quickly it's to them all 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 day. Yeah, because it changes Let's so fast. Let's get started. Let's get started. I literally said. Well, there wasn't like there was that weird study where it was oh not weird study they they noted that like when these researchers would go to Antarctica and there'd be like twelve of them there would be one dominant like accent that they would all oh. pick up from. And I think it was like German or something. This oh. guy, they would pick up this dude's accent. And it's weird because I do this in Japan as well. When I sometimes when I speak to people who don't speak English very well, I will default to this kind of weird kind of way of uh, enunciating and being simple with my language just to help them understand. Right. And I, I wonder if it's something like that where when yeah. you're around a lot of people who are from different places and everyone's speaking, especially when it's so many different because they have researchers from all over the world. Yeah, right? yeah. You all kind of, you all kind of like uh, what's the word converge on this very yeah. weird kind of accent. It's really strange. Do you speak Welsh more if you're in Wales? Welsh. Yeah. I never speak Welsh. Never speak My, the only time I, I want to speak Welsh is if I go back, hang out with some people from school who are super Welsh. Their family because mm. there's in Welsh school medically Welsh. In Welsh school, there was this weird thing of like families that spoke Welsh at home were like kind of favoured to be more Welsh, yeah, uh, yeah, more ingrained sense. with Welsh right. culture, and they were more favored in a lot of things because a lot of the Welsh teachers were also very ingrained with Welsh culture right. and would often speak Welsh all the time. Yeah. Whereas it was very apparent which which kids didn't speak Welsh at home. And mm. I did, we didn't speak mm. Welsh at home because my dad didn't speak Welsh, my mom does. But she she at that time, she didn't spoke it a lot. And my dad just, just didn't speak any Welsh. So yeah. it was very weird. So yeah, that's was, we, I didn't speak Welsh outside of school. So I was surprised to some people that like listening Welsh is a full spoken yeah, yeah, there's language, some people who use Welsh as like their dominant language and they, right. they all their social circles they all speak Welsh and they prefer to be around people who speak Welsh because it's just like a nice real it is a very nice the one thing I do kind of miss after going like to YouTube and traveling and like getting in this global setting is like dude it's kind of it was kind of awesome like how like they all knew each other right they're all very supportive everyone yeah. would help each other and not in like this weird kind of close town where you have to you have to be it was like I felt like there was a genuine kind of joy that they got from being right. in that community yeah uh, and they really like they all, all took care of each other and i mm. really really thought that was something special now looking back and yeah. leaving that sure. but the time i thought get me out of here get me out of here, oh, it's uh, okay, out of here. Right? yeah well yeah. you have to know what you don't have to appreciate it to yeah agree, yeah absolutely i wouldn't trade it no like, i like no, being no. here but it, there is if you a... do something embarrassing everyone in town <laughs> yeah 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 oh i heard connor shut himself yeah. <laughs> so that was terrible watch accent the um the thing about like assimilating or like kind of picking up vocal like qualities mm. from from other people one thing i did that i still have a little bit of me in mm. is that i took a couple of japanese classes in college yeah. i like took spanish for like all of uh high school and then i mm. studied abroad in spain and so and so then come college i wanted to get some humanities credit and I was like, you know what? I don't want to take such a bizarre again. idea to me yeah. as a British person. If you get credits, you have, it's to, a lot of right. you have to learn, uh, there's general education. And there's Bro, I'm paying. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> let me choose. Yeah. I shouldn't even have to do the test. <laughs> Give me the I, 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 know, I know the argument is that it's supposed to be more holistic, right? That's, but the, that's such bullshit. I, I don't, know, I don't, yeah. I don't the sentiment, I, I, I like it being so elective and like specializing, but at the same time, then it's just like, but wait, this system's now incentivizing me to do something I have no interest in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's I, bad. Yeah, and on the flip side, I think now, just to that point, I do want more holistic education, but like, I think that it shouldn't... It's done poorly, I think. I think it's the execution is not great because in tech, 
I want a lot more people in tech to have uh, take more communication classes mm -hmm. and have more. Absolutely, like, I think that like, communication was never emphasized ever. Right, and I think that that's and now there's this trope of a hyper technical person who's bad at communicating. And I'm like, oh, I, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm like, oh, and the more, and, t more skilled you are at tech, the worse your communication should be. And like the higher role. rank you are in like a lot <laughs> yeah. of these places. So, it, or ethics, right? Like I had to take a computing ethics class and like yeah. we're talking about like self-driving cars killing people mm -hmm. as it was a hypothetical when I yeah. was in college yeah. and it is no longer a hypothetical. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, the uh, hypothesis got tested. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, so I, I took a couple of Japanese classes and then when I was like, whenever I'm like going on a trip to Japan, I'll like use that as an opportunity to like study a little bit, yeah, like wash up. And um, I remember when like me and Mayuko were watching a bunch of Terrace House, this like Japanese oh, yeah. like, I know reality House, show. Yeah. Very famous. Uh, I, I would pick up a lot of uh, like the in-between, mm. like literally what you just did. I do it, it would all be the like time. a lot of mm, mm. I do it all the everyone people some people get annoyed with me when mm. I do it here. But yeah. I'm always like mm. Well mm. so I even mean something else, right? In that context. It, it's it's a, it's like this weird thing that everyone does and we've agreed on it in Japan is that you're listening. I always do it in Japan. I'm like, oh so on saw this thing. Yeah mm. yeah yeah. Watch it on watch it on he's like what uh, he's, like, he's like my family is my, my house is burning down I'm like Saw this <laughs> sick tight. or or the thinking words ano yeah, you, you have to do ano you have to hit him with neto is that a um it's that mm, and mm. it's a natural way of like kind of being like because dude you, the reason why you you will want to do that especially if if you are someone who's learning Japanese or you're not like like fluent is that um people uh, often get uh Japanese people often get quite uncomfortable. Uh, with with awkward silence with with foreign people because they just don't know what to do. They're like, I don't. I, this is a situation I'm not comfortable. Right, and with. you're literally saying, "Loading, please wait." Like, <laughs> and it's my way of like communicating. Like, I am thinking. Yeah. Don't don't say something. I'm I'm gonna say it. Like, yeah, give me a second. Yeah, yeah. Um, because you know I, I can understand. You know, you don't interact with foreign people much. This dude starts for some reason. This dude's talking to you. Maybe like you like waiters or waitresses. Right. Uh, and it doesn't happen anymore. But when it used to, you know. You're thinking a little bit. They, you know, they, they might get a little bit uncomfortable, which I understand, right? Because yeah. it's like you are not being paid enough to have to deal yeah. with a guy who doesn't speak your language. Like, yeah. this is not what you're paid to do. There's so much. Like, I'm very bad at Japanese, but because I was watching so much Terrace House and yeah. stuff, there's so much rhythm. To yeah, the rhythm is important. Rhythm that is I important. would, I would be good at like the rhythm. Like, if very I was important. like listening, yeah. if I was like ordering at a restaurant or something like that, very you know, and you're like, you're like this i want you know mizuto so yeah, yeah, yeah you gotta hit the beats you're like listening you with the, the yeah, you, you, yeah. You, you, it's like uh, there's so much intonation that's like saying it's very much the same in english yeah you know but it's just like a different way uh and that was like that's another thing you pick up when you're just like in like you, yeah when you're, you're talking and you're, you're engaging with it i think it's very important to do that um, um and that's this language is tough language is very tough how often are you coming back la or uk in general how often do you leave i suppose um Pandemic was kind of rough because it was two two years nearly where I just didn't leave at all. Yeah, um, and then it kind of went crazy last year. It kind of went crazy a little bit the first half of this year. Uh, been traveling at least like once a month lately. That's crazy, wow, which is a lot. Yeah, it's too much. Because um, jet lag, I imagine, is not doesn't go yes. away. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, but I think luckily. I'm slowing it down now, but it was pretty much pan after pandemic, kind of like I was dying to yeah, travel yeah, and just go. And I went overboard and I really regretted, no, I didn't regret it, but I was really overwhelmed, I think with how much traveling I was doing. Um, I think like even in like this year, I think May and March, I think I, I would fly, come back for one week, smash out a bunch of work and then fly again. Or even like, 
I came back, had one day at one point and flew again. And I was like, this is fucked. Um, yeah, it was too much. Well, last time I went back to see my mom, I was went for her birthday yeah. to surprise her. And I just... There was, I had to get back here again. I just moved. It's it like it three days sucks there. when you're like, and it's like, like I just, yeah. I'm, I want to be more present, but I'm hungover from this flight travel. <laughs> if I don't get back now, yeah, I'm gonna be hungover again, I, adapting, and there's just not time. I don't spend a lot of money on myself, but the one thing that I've kind of been a blank check on is just business flights. Yeah, because it's been like, it's been invaluable with rocking up to a place and being able to just go. Like your I'm, comfort is so important when you're yeah. literally, it's such a, like the way you're describing it, it is a huge part of your job is hundred percent that yeah. like, so it's, 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 it's not being asleep. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just not being fucked. And yeah. like, I yeah. don't want to rock up and I've made plans with someone and it's like, I'm just not there. Cause I know sometimes how it is when people come to Japan and you know, that they really want to be there. And I, and I, you know, I, I can, I'm not sure how much to plan. Cause I'm like, are you going to be tired? Are you, you right. Know? So it's like, being able to be like, yeah, I'll be ready. I'll be, I'm, I'm ready. To yeah, go yeah, yeah. I like, because the flight as well is great for America to Japan. It, I always get the the late night flights. It's like fast traveling. Yeah, I get on the, yeah. I get on the plane. I fall asleep. I yeah. wake up. It's like, uh, I the flight leaves at ten in Japan, lands at three. Yeah, which is, I mean, it's not like a perfect, but I sleep and I'm a little kind of groggy, but more right. than enough to go to like 1 a.m. Yeah. Sleep and I'm good. I'm great. That flight was um when I went with uh, YouTube, they yeah. got us business flights. And oh, it fuck was yeah. like it was like the nicest experience yeah. I've ever had on a flight that long. This is what 13 hours or something. Yeah. And I've I've uh, dude, I've been racking up crazy miles. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. Dude, I, my greatest regret in my life is I did not have I didn't for the longest time. Card. I have I have I would say around a, over a hundred hours of plane time with no points. Yeah, I mean, I'm an idiot too, but you make those mistakes, you learn. Um, well, you learn it now, you're still like, you're still young. It's not yeah, like you yeah, learned yeah, it when you were like 40, right? Which a lot of people, business execs, start doing it then. Thank yeah. you, dude. So, hey, <laughs> hey, we're figuring it out. We're doing no, great. We're all figuring it out. was the class in school about getting the right credit card? Or yeah, fucking literally. Flying with, picking the miles, but yeah. I mean, you really think I'm young? <laughs> you are, yeah, of course you are. What are you getting? Do you think I'm cool? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would actually mean a lot for you to say. Please say it again, Would you be willing to say it on your show? <laughs> Welcome back to I'll Trash go live. Phase. First thing I say is Jordan's All right. Yeah. Shit. Uh. Um, I, okay. So we don't really have time to get into this. We, we can get into it. If you want to make this a long one, I'll go you long. Have, like I am so impressed by your, the amount of high concept streams. It's that you fucked. Do. Really? <laughs> yeah. I feel like you're and always. you're young. <laughs> oh, thanks man. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. I, like I, I'm always like so impressed. Like the cycling one that you yeah, made. Yeah. It's fun. You know, and I. Or you're just like, oh, even the arcade. I was like, the, oh, the one is the other day. One. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy, yeah, yeah. right? I'm just like, you're always up to something. I mean, you came yeah. here after the McDonald's stream, no? Yeah, I just did the McDonald's stream real quick. Well, that, okay, to be fair, that was that's the kind of timing that I would normally wouldn't do. But uh -huh. Ludwig was like, we can squeeze it in, and I was yeah. like, because I, 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 the thing I hate doing is that if I'm doing some a stream with someone else, I'll never try and like squeeze a sure. time slot in that can't work, just right? Because it can kind of go wrong and it never starts the time you want it to. For sure. It's always set up and I hate doing that to people. Um, and I, I also didn't want to be late. I hate being late to things. I want to always, you know, arrive on time. It's very considerate. Yeah. Lud, so, Lud rizzed you. Lud, Connor, Lud, Lud we're is, going to Lud go is the opposite of me in that sense. Because I, yeah. I get on really well with Ludwig and I think we have a very similar philosophy with streaming and YouTube. Um, but he is the complete opposite with me in that sense. Like yeah. I am 
I think the reason I can do so much stuff is that I I am a slave to my calendar. Yeah, I, yeah, if yeah. it's not in the calendar, I get anxiety about it. Right. I, I'm, yeah, I, I get that. I don't do it. Like if it's, if, and this is why I, I and Ludwig is like, dude, he's like, let's just do this thing tomorrow. I'm like, no. In my head, I'm like, I didn't plan room for this. Right. I, I, I don't I, play jazz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like, you know, he, he convinces me to do it. And um, I, it, it's so bad. And I really need to get more flexible with it. And it, it's also kind of like social life wise. It's kind of tough sometimes because sure. I will pack my calendar because mm. I do not like a free slot. Right. Even with like, if there's a free slot where I don't want to work, I, I do want to hang out with someone. I will figure out who I'm going to hang out with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is tough for me when I come to LA because... Um, it's kind of tough to arrange people to hang out with here. Like I have people like to do it like one or two days notice. Right, right. It's like being like, hey, do you want to hang out in two weeks? Yeah. It's like people just don't do that here. Yeah. And that's tough for me because in Japan, I, I, I'm i I'm sure my friends hate it. I'm like, ooh, a week away from now? I've kind of filled it up. Can <laughs> right, we right, do right. two weeks from now? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm really bad at that. And that's something that I need to get better at. But the reason why I think I've been able to do all these, these streams and stuff is because uh, one, I've, I've figured out a thing that I really like doing, which is I have a problem. I will make a stream around solving that problem in my personal life. Right. So for me, I really want to do more exercise. How do I make streams about exercise more fun? Right. Better quality. Yeah. So the cyclothon was kind of a great kind of idea that worked out. Um, the only, you know, because exercise is kind of boring yeah. <laughs> to watch. How do you make exercise fun was a big thing that we kind of figured out. And well, not figured out, but we spent a lot of time trying to figure out. Right. So we made the... The little who are you brainstorming these ideas with so i have two two full-time programmers that i work with i've hired um that are great um that i actually just met coincidentally because when you're doing twitch you get a lot of people who want to join in yeah so people see what you're doing and they're like how do i help right and i think when when you when you're doing really well and you're successful one of the massive things that you can do and like benefit and like i, I think it's so fucking cool is being able to just hire people they'd be like hey you made this one little cool thing for me can I just start throwing money at you to to quit your job that you don't like and yeah. come and work this job? Which is, I think I don't think I ask very much. I'm like occasionally I'm like, hey, you got two days to make this crazy thing, but yeah. then the rest of the time, I'm like, just chill out. Right. <laughs> like, no, I mean, um, yeah, we totally get that. I yeah. think like some of the best relationships we have I love being able to like help come from like, like the right you know place. Like, yeah, I mean, I feel yeah. like we've been so blessed to have Jacob working on the show and like is one of the situations where- Getting you know, a good he, crew is great. Yeah, he was working on a different show and it was like, are you want to work on this also, you know? And, and, and like, I don't know, it's so far so good. <laughs> Yeah, it's the, the weirdest and best job. Yeah, hell yeah, that's good. I like that. I like when it's the weirdest. Oh, that and makes best. me tear yeah. up. That's really sweet. Um, <laughs> and so I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Take it back. Yeah. And so, like, because I'd again, I'd seen what uh, Ludwig was doing, and and I kind of when I started streaming, I looked at it the same way I guess Ludwig was doing it, but I didn't know of Ludwig this time because mm -hmm. I came from the YouTuber background. Right. So I realized there was this huge opportunity that streamers were missing that. If, if you utilize YouTube really well in the streaming space, you can really like get both of them to yeah, grow really well. Yeah, because yeah. I noticed how many of these streamers, their clips were popping off from other people. And I was like, but none of them had like channels for the content they were making where you could find it. And right. I was like, this is so dumb. Like this is such a huge missed opportunity. Yeah. So I went into All it. this free advertising. Yeah, I went into it with the mindset of like, I am going to make my streams around the YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. Like I need a narrative. Like I need to yeah. start, middle and finish. 
for every stream. And yeah. Doug, I mean, Doug's crazy for that as well. And Doug, yeah, Doug is crazy. And I didn't know until Doug until like a few years ago. And Doug's great at this. Yeah. And uh, I think a lot of streamers have started realizing that now. Yeah, it's become like a bit of it's the big trend now. Everyone's least, trying like, to get a highlight yeah. channel going and they yeah. realize, shit, working with editors is hard. Yeah. Very fortunate that I've I've been working with an editor for like, oh, fuck knows, uh, five, four, six sure. years now. Yeah, but even when I, when I stream, it's like, uh, I haven't streamed in a while, but like um, the, I could benefit off of just the fact that I already have so much like face ID absolutely. on YouTube yeah, where absolutely. like I could, if we just put a nice thumbnail with my face on yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. like, I don't even think it's that interesting, but you make it <laughs> discoverable for the algorithm absolutely. and then you never know what will like pop off. Yeah. And so you're kind of leveraging that and then kind of putting that all together. Anyway, I, I saw Ludwig had a programmer that was doing really cool stuff for him. And then I kind of went to these programs like, is this possible? And they were like, yeah, of course it is. But yeah. it was just about like, no one had ever thought to do that. No one ever thought to get programmers to make weird tech for streams. Yeah. Management is just a completely different dialect. It is just yeah, literally that's a different tough. skill. You Same way that we have friends that are, we, have, we know people that are some of our favorite people, wonderfully creative, and they very explicitly said, I will never ever, they'll guest on the show, but they would never have their own podcast. Yeah, because that's tough. The, the, the cadence of it is just against what they, they think of intuitively. And it yeah. is a learned skill. Yeah. Absolutely, we absolutely. were bad before yeah. we were good. Yeah. Everybody is. You There's are, a yeah. few parts of my job that I feel like I benefited so much from like working in a traditional industry. You'll always have that with whatever you've done, right? Yeah. You'll always be able to call back on things that you've done exactly, that really yeah. helped you. I feel like I would be very, very, very self-conscious if I hadn't. I yeah. would worry that I was doing. Absolutely. I, there are things I just don't get imposter syndrome about because I remember being bad at it. Yeah, so yeah, now you I know, know you're I, good. Like you, I, I, there's some things that I just know I do well, and I think it's healthy to to be able to pat yourself on the back and be like, I'm good at this one thing. Like <laughs> yeah. I, this is the one thing that I'm good at. But also being open to, open to learn on other things is important. Yeah. I used to have tons of, and this is something that I think I can learn from you and Ludwig is yeah. that a lot of the pro, I used to do like programming type content, even, hmm. and there are some concepts that I always held in the back of my head. Oh, I don't want to build this myself yeah. and I'm like I could just hire someone to build it and I literally yeah. used to be uh, I used to manage software engineers like the last job I had was an engineer okay. manager yeah. so sounds, it's like I'm pretty good at the inputs and outputs and like oh, doing yeah, nice. the technical yeah. things so it's like it's about time I like sort of crossed that bridge you know and it, say you lose a bit of money you hired someone who wasn't it wasn't worth the time Happens. and you wasted time so what like you learned and you can go oh, on for with sure. it and so it's about having that kind of mentality and then yeah like they've been great they made like for the cyclothon which if you didn't know, I just basically just cycled for eight days or nine days across Japan, uh, raising money for charity. And the main idea I had, I was like, this is boring. There's a lot of information that is not given to the viewer intuitively. So let's figure out how every question a viewer might have of watching someone cycle on a bike for all, all day, what would be the first questions you would pop up in your head? Where is he? How far into it is he? Um, how much money is he raised? Uh, I don't know, like how fast is he going or like, you know, give me right. some visual indications. Yeah. So we just built like a an app that was connected to my phone that would show you where I am in real time, which obviously is in America would have something would be kind of scary, but sure. in Japan and like a remote island was great. Um, it would connect and it would show you where I've been, the, the progress of the day, the distance remaining, the speed I was going, um, how many, how much money we'd raised. And then the second time we added in a, a live heart rate monitor and calories burned. Um, just to give more fun stuff to keep track of. Right, right. Just about giving people like context 
to make boring things more fun. Yeah, definitely. Um, a garnish, right? Yeah, exactly, right? Like, it's no, but like you're just, so just, right. It's a, it's a HUD. <laughs> you know yeah, it's a HUD. Like, like, yeah. It's like when you, you know, you when you watch stuff, you need to think, like, I think a lot of people just don't think about how it is from a viewer's experience. Like, you're like, like, and it's like when you, I think when I used to edit videos, it was like, I obviously have so much knowledge and context of what I'm presenting. How do I need to cover every single pitfall mm-hmm. that someone might not know. So like the first like 20 episodes of our podcast on Trash Taste, every time we spoke about something, we'd be like, stop, let's explain what it is. Yeah. Um, and But now we don't do that because like 150 episodes. <laughs> and it gets so tedious to do that. But, you know, it's just kind of making sure that everybody's brought up to speed. Everyone knows where, where we're at and what, what's happening. And, um, you know, and it's, it's what you got to do. And so you kind of think about that that logic that you applied to storytelling or making a video and applying that to other things. Yeah. Um, giving really a, helps. Having a little bit of faith in the audience as well. That you can have faith in the audience. Providing well. the resources so that they can entertain themselves in a way that yeah. you might not even anticipate as opposed yeah. to just being like, you need to meet me only on my terms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about the other stuff. I'm telling you it's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's finding that, that balance, right? Mm. Between trusting the audience, but also explaining the things they need to know. Um, and so, yeah, that doing that. Yeah. And I guess I also am a huge, um, camera and everything because like like i was saying earlier like on the trash taste podcast and all that stuff i've set up um all that cameras and stuff and yeah. just learning all of that and so i got really into to the production side of it because right. in japan there just isn't any mm. um so like a lot of the live streams we did 4k live streaming and i kind of figured out this 4k rig you could do the sounds and looks great for live streaming uh and just one guy can have it like yeah it's just, you don't need a crew just one guy who right. looks like the terminator he's carrying all the shit <laughs> But it looks great. Um, it's like my RV trip. I'll, you maybe I'll show you it later. It's really cool. Oh, that's I'm sick. super pumped about it because it looks crazy good. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, uh, and so I want to do more stuff like that and just push live streaming and the quality that we're getting forward. Um, I don't know. I just want to keep doing crazy stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. I just really like doing weird things and solving the problems that I have. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason I'm doing this charity auction in like two days, which yeah. I'm fucking oh, no. Yeah, about. I know. The only reason we haven't brought it up is because like by the time this comes out, it'll probably, yeah, it'll probably happen, have done. But, but the, uh, the first auction came around that I did in my room was I just had all this shit that people wanted. And I was like, well, how do I in a way, in a way that's kind of like democratically give it away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, money. Right. <laughs> if you give money to charity, you get the auction. So I did this really fun just Discord auction and people loved it. And I, I loved it so much. I love being in that host position interacting um with the people there uh and so that's how this all came around i just yeah i don't know i just love thinking of these unique ways no, to I'm solve problems i have super excited for that thank you thank you yeah it'd be fun your item as well your weird ass yeah item. my weird item yeah it's like <laughs> i'm gonna uh, i i want to do some posts we've been to like we just uh announced like a merch like Fuck yeah launch oh, yeah. this this week so there's like congrats, so many, you know how you're always like I don't want to self-promo too much. Dude, it's, it's tough. I, yeah. I'm announcing too much sometimes. I'm doing like yeah. too many things. And I'm like, this sucks. My entire Twitter's announcements. Yeah, and I don't like, I because I, I want to be providing content. I want there to be tweets that are just dumb fun, you know? Yeah. But uh, I want to I want to post some of the context for those things because some people will remember. Um, There's some stuff that's so tough to fully explain on Twitter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so before we wrap, I wanted to ask, this is the, the million dollar question. You know, you're so productive. You're doing so much. Yeah. How does he do it? Do you ever get sad? Um, I always feel bad when I answer this question because, like, I feel if like the I should. No, that's sick. <laughs> it, it genuinely, like, I no, not really. And if I do, it's like a day tops, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't think I've ever really had any. Um, maybe it's because I just don't give enough time to myself to stop and like think. Like, there are some times I'm like, I really don't like that I have kind of 
focused so much on work mm-hmm. and I haven't given my social life the the amount of room I think it does like I should uh and I do do kind of get really upset sometimes that I'm, I'm sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm kind of growing distant from some of my friends um but also at the same time it's like man but I just I really love what I'm doing yeah like, I'm so passionate about everything I'll, I, I'll talk for hours about all the little fun things that I'm trying right. to trying to do and I, I really really genuinely love content creation and I think I've, I've changed my content a lot over the years and right. I finally feel like now I've found the type of content that I really feel like is like my calling yeah of like the stuff that I really engage with the most yeah and so it, it's been a really good experience and I feel that Japan, I finally fully, fully, fully settled down with. Got a really good group of friends that I'm really happy with. Um, and I've got what I think is a pretty good work-life balance. Like I try right. not to work much on weekends. Good. Maybe there is a day or two. You know, Happens. I know some people are like, no, I, I don't fucking take any weekend breaks. But I, for me, it, that, that really helped me. Even if it's not on the weekend, having some balance just a day. where you're able yeah. to rest. Yeah. So it's a little, to some degree, like exercise where ultimately I, I exercise. you should have more rest days or something you should change. Yeah. But... I think what a good you, balance. It might not be great long term for your your condition, but if you th- if you if you're noticing some momentum slow down and you don't have something yeah. to do, little serotonin boost does. Yeah, man. I, I and I'm, some cardio in. I'm glad that I still have that feeling of I take a weekend off sometimes. I don't work and I'm like itching to get back to it. Yeah, but yeah, not yeah. in a way where I feel like beholden to it. It's right. a way that like I just I, I you're excited with some fun idea and that's awesome honestly, yeah. yeah and also it's good that you're making the time even though because some people can just get lost in the sauce and then yeah, find like, themselves <laughs> burning out you know we were talking to Jack Septicai about he was doing two videos a day for like five that's years fucked. yeah yeah I'm like what are you doing <laughs> and even when we asked him what do they do he's like nothing I did nothing but videos no like, literally that's why he was Sean, like yeah. I, I can't yeah no he's great he's awesome but yeah he's oh like, I'm so tired I can't <laughs> I'm doing too many videos yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but is it's that true a- though? Because you just realize like this this period of your life is just gone. And yeah. You're like, I didn't have any fun memories of my friends at this time. Mm. Yeah. And you're like, that's sad. Well, like, yeah, at least, uh, yeah. I mean, that that absence, at least it's uh, traded for memories mm. of the work you did as opposed yeah. to just work for money. Yeah, yeah. Which, which also is not memorable. And, and I really am trying to, and this is where the calendar came into my mm-hmm. life because I didn't use a calendar for a long time. And when I started using it in Japan, because I started getting a little too much stuff and I, I was I was missing stuff that I should have gone to. And I was like, right, I got I to gotta sort this out. I, I have to get a calendar right. fully integrated into my life. And um, yeah, having really good time management and just making sure that when I'm doing a day where I'm working, that those eight hours are solid, um, really helped a lot. That's like, because I used to, I'm sure YouTubers have done this. You know, you kind of fuck around a lot. You YouTubers are like, man, I worked so hard, and you probably did like literally two hours. Of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And hey, maybe that. that and that's, for some people, it, they do it. And right? I was like, but if that works for you, that's great. But also, I've been there where I wanted to just be more directed about how I'm spending my time, and, it, yeah. and that way it allows me to relax. Like when the day is over, I can I can turn off. Yeah. I can turn off. It's a job well done. I can kick back, do whatever. Knowing know? how to set achievable goals is something Absolutely. you only learn yeah. by fucking up. And I, I do know some. People People that are they are full-time youtubers and have always been full-time youtubers yeah uh so again some of my closest friends they're on the younger side but they yeah. have worked uh, in yeah. youtube stuff i mean have you guys ever struggled with that like you know managing the the work-life balance oh yeah for sure i figured, I, I figured every, every youtuber is kind of yeah i mean when i started i fucked myself up like almost <laughs> like day dot because i i used to work like this startup job when we were at patreon it's like when we started it wasn't a big company like it was 
like probably 30, 40 people when you joined, like maybe a little bit bigger when I maybe less. Maybe. Yeah, maybe even less. Yeah. And then uh and then that type of environment is way more than a forty hour a week job. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And it's the a startup, everyone's gonna pull it's their a weight. Startup, everybody's pulling they, they fetishize, too much weight. Like they fetishize the grind. They yeah, exactly why yeah. you should be mm-hmm. there twelve hours. We're all a family. So you went into YouTubing with that like grind. And to be well, fair, when the grind when the grind is self imposed, <laughs> like the grind is self imposed, but then also I was doing YouTube on top of that, that's which the is tough one. Stupid. Yeah, that, that's dumb. It, yeah, and it, but it was. You, but you got to really. You like, you you got to start because uh, so it was like all my weekends were YouTube and it was this fun hobby. Yeah. And then when I switched over to doing content full time, then I was always on, and I mm, just mm. and even when I I was like clearly exhausted, but still worried about stuff. Yeah. And um, that's where I realized I need to like go back to basics and sort of nine to five. YouTube, not for like phoning it in, but for yeah. my own mental health and like, well-being and allowing it's, it's it's good that you, yeah. like, you know, you, you did it in, a, in the correct way. Because I think there's two sides of this where like, some YouTubers, they like don't realize that they are like kind of, you know, because some of these YouTubers love to fetishize that they don't take breaks. And like, it's yeah. cool. It's cool that they, they feel that way. And, and for some people, they can definitely do that for a very long time. Yeah. Some people can crush doing that. But I think yeah. like most YouTubers who say that don't realize that it's absolutely a detriment to themselves. Right. And the and content. And the content will get worse. Yeah. You're, you're just, you need that break to step back and be like, is what I'm doing really that good? Like yeah. just, and what, you need time to also watch other stuff and just consume other media. Yeah, and just get, get, live a life worth commenting on. Right, you right. Know, be inspired, be, be able yeah. to have like new experiences. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, get excited the, about the ideas that you're yeah. having, find high concepts. So. And the, the other side of the coin where I think YouTubers are like, I'm gonna take a break. And then they just absolutely just torpedo their career. <laughs> and they do it in a way that is is not like, not a break in a way that I think people are understanding of. Right. You know, you can take time off, but I think that you also, when you're at your job and you're very fortunate to have this job, I think there is an expectation of like, all right, let's figure it out. <laughs> a lot of time yeah, I do see that happen and it seems to come, it's almost it's like, tough. A, it's like tough. an adversarial relationship Absolutely, where it's like yeah. YouTube, the, my job is being mean to me and I'm going to take it almost like you are frustrated with the audience and the platform, whereas really it should be more the case mm. of like, hey, We've had jobs we love, we've had jobs we yeah, hated, yeah. but going on vacation is always an emotionally like wise obligation. It's not yes, because, yeah. because I hated Taking a break is job. good. It's yeah. just not even, sustainable. Even just maybe some days you're like, you know what? I'm, I'm not gonna be lazy until like 1 p.m. I'm actually giving myself like a nice little chill morning to until 1 p.m. Right. Because like how you frame that yeah, mentally it, the is framing so is big. big, I've realized. I, I 100% agree with that. And I still um, will catch myself being like, well, I haven't been productive enough today. No. And I'm like, well, no, that's not a great way of thinking about it. <laughs> I yeah. miss having an office for exactly I, I will yeah. I will tell myself, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have a chill morning. I'm going to go and get coffee at a, a local place, have a nice chat with the owners. I'm going to just get it, go to the gym maybe. And I'm like, that is not me procrastinating. I'm like, cause sometimes if I don't do anything, I'll, be, I'll get annoyed at myself, like you said, but right, right. if I tell myself like before I start, I'm like, yeah, I am yeah, taking yeah. a break till one, right. just so I can collect You've myself. Yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that helps a lot. Just having given yourself a break when you can helps yeah. a lot. And also making videos fun to mm-hmm. make was a huge thing that I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <sighs> I, think, I think that, yeah, it is a job at the end of the day. And mm. I'm sure there's some sort of, push and pull, which like not every aspect of the job can be fun it's not all, all the time. That's ex- but yeah. um, I think it is, it's a North Star to have that like, I enjoyed my software engineering job. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, 
there were aspects of it that I didn't like, but ultimately it was like fulfilling hmm. and doing the YouTube thing is just a different, you know, kind of spice things up, you know, what, yeah. you know, like uh, live a life worth commenting on, you know, take, take risk where you can calculate risk. The audience is intuitive enough to see it as well. I, I think I took like a 50% view hit earlier this year because I was putting videos out out of obligation using a lot of older footage from old it's streams. Tough. It's tough. And then I finally kind of harnessed a little bit more interest. I was filming here, made some stuff that was a little more different. I shifted away from the character I was that I wasn't a huge fan of. Yeah. And view straight back up again. It was just yeah. like very people, people clear. Can tell. People can tell when that when you're passionate about something. And also you, you know, were taking time for yourself too to figure out, you know, do you're, a you're, self you're funnier when you're also happier. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You will be true. more witty and more on the ball because you're, yeah. you're just in the right headspace to like, exactly. you don't have anything else to worry about. You're you don't like, turn I'm, the camera off and go, fuck. <laughs> oh my God. I like it when I turn the camera off and the sighs of like, that was a good one. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I crushed that. Yeah. <laughs> like, As opposed to, God, I remember that like, whiffing. Fuck. Yeah, that was a good, yeah, when we were, um, I love a good exhausting day. Like the, I mean, oh, the last yeah. time I felt this was Disney because I was just tired from <laughs> yeah. the physical <laughs> exertion. That's so of it good. All. I love it. I love it when I do like a fucking long one. Yeah, yeah, and then you just like you're like pulling your the covers up and you're like ah, I'm <sighs> exhausted, but in a good way. And that's not even a productive day. You sleep great. That was just a day where I hung out with friends and walked around yeah. and did Disney. But it was just so enriching mm. that it's like it was very positive. You need those days, man. You, yeah, you, you need those. And I think uh, it's, it's tough because we're not taught anything about mental health. Luckily now, I think there's so many resources. And I, I pray that people growing up now have way more way more in tune with it. And I think they are. And uh, audiences in yeah. this career are now a lot more familiar with yeah. the concepts. You know, YouTube is, you know, they're trying to yeah. communicate these things. I, I think that they missed the mark a lot, but the yeah. intention is there. And yeah. But also, man, you gotta, you gotta, sometimes you gotta be your own worst enemy. You just gotta, <laughs> you gotta get on your own case. You just yeah. gotta be, you'd be like, I need to do something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then I just think, gotta ride a bike for eight days. Sometimes you just gotta get on that bike. You <laughs> do have to get on the bike, yeah. Like, you know, sometimes we, I, I legitimately believe sometimes you just have to push yourself in a way that is uncomfortable. Um, and I'm, I'm, I don't know if this is like just fucking British. You just gotta get on with it, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something you do, just I think you just gotta, even when it's like a shit day, you're not feeling it, you just gotta do it. Like, and you, you need yeah. to, have that kind of discipline sometimes, especially in creative fields, uh, where you have so much kind of reliance on motivation to kind of just appear. You're like, I just gotta, I just right. gotta fucking figure yeah, it out. Yeah, I 100% agree. That's like Mike Birbiglia has a good, um, like there's a thing, Mike Birbiglia is a mm. famous like stand-up comedian. Mm. Uh, he talked about like his comedy job. He's been in the game for like 30 years at this point. But he's you like, don't do that without being disciplined. Right, like but he's like, my yourself. job is a job, so I'm gonna get an office and I'm gonna go into the office yeah. every day and I'm gonna write for eight hours. Even if a, only a few words come out, I'm sort of yeah. creating the space and making sure that there is the space for these new ideas to come. Yeah, I, I think that's very important. You need to be critical, you need to treat it that way. You need to tell yourself that like what you're doing is like, is. It's good, but also when it's, so if you've made obligations or something that you need to be someone who sticks to them. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. Because I think the yeah, mental I, I is about taking care of yourself, but also there are times where, you, yeah, like I said, like you're not feeling it, but you need to, need to do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that takes care of you tomorrow. The yeah, footage exactly, getting back right? to you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck. I mean, that was creator clash for me was, uh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like forcing, not forcing myself, but like, I'm pushing myself through this as a yeah. challenge to myself because I, I don't. It's not fun, really. Oh it's no, like, fuck no! It's type two fun, right? Yeah, it's yeah, where you yeah. look back, you're like, I'm. That was such a cool exactly, experience. Exactly, and it's cool that 
that I proved to myself that I could do something. But at the that. time, you were miserable. I right, right. Yeah, it's like, like you can't. Yeah, it's every like, day I go to train. Yeah, it's like they tell you, yo, exercise is good for your mental health to an extent, right? It's yeah. like if you're yeah. only yeah. just exercising all the time, you're just tired. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but dude, Connor, thank this you so much great, for man. joining Thanks us. So yeah, much yeah, for this is me. super, super awesome. Been holding a pee for like forty minutes. Oh, so that's I'm hyped to do. Normally, this. that's Jordan's thing. I tell you what, I was enthralled enough. The 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 Jordan classic. Hell yeah. Okay. I think we cut it out. Do we cut out when I go to piss? Cool, nice. <laughs> it well, whenever you're done with the outro, I'm going to sprint the toilet. There's absolutely no obligation for you to join us for a couple of cringe stories on our bonus show. I'll join this. Uh, but uh, we will be heading over to patreon.com slash sadboys. I'll see you guys there. Sadboys Nights, the bonus. But that's all uh, for Sadboys today. Thank you so much, Connor, for Thank joining so us. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Connor. Um, is there anything you want to plug? I check out the streams, twitch.tv slash cdogva and um, YouTube. Yeah, we're doing a bunch of stuff. Type in cdogva everywhere it comes out. Cool. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. That's just oh, a lot of fun. Oh, of course, dude. We end every episode of Sad Boys with a particular phrase. We, we love, love you. you. And I'm sorry. Boom. <laughs> a man got really angry with me because I brought his meal out with... <laughs> <laughs> with normal peas, but he wanted mushy peas. The strength it took to not stick my hand in and squish them in front of him. At what level of anger is acceptable for getting this order incorrect? Yeah. Why did you think they were coming mushy? Gucci girl, Gucci girl, how you doing? How you moving, girl? Moving, girl, how's your day looking? That future girl, future girl, yeah, we are now. Take my money, go away, how you want it? Gucci rich for me.